Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brew Head. And I am Nathan from Nathan Does Beer. And welcome to episode 156 of Beer Nothing the Podcast Adjunct Series. Nathaniel, I think this might be, we've said this before, the episode of the year that we're waiting for, the one that's our favorite, that is, seems to be the one that the people want to see in here. Are you ready? It does seem to be a fan fave, yes. It's, I it's am a, ready. It is a beaut. I knew you are. You look ready as fuck. It's a, uh, it's a beaut, guys. This is our uh, third annual. Is that fair to say? Third annual top 10 breweries in Ontario for 2023. Well, not the third for 2023, but you see what I'm saying? It's our third one. We're doing 2023. Can we get a round of applause for that? Yeah. Do you know what? I was actually thinking that and I I got distracted. Hey. It's been quite the year. I mean, we are recording this first week, January 4th, we're recording this. So it's, you know, first week of Jan, which is always how we record it because we want the full year calendar year to eclipse before we uh, record. I think that's only fair. Um, That's what right. a year! What a year! This has been my first full year living in Ontario since like 2011. So I felt it was whilst I was always here, getting the beer, staying up to date, interviewing breweries from here. This is the first time just being immersed in it in such a long time, and uh, it's pretty spectacular, bro. Pretty spectacular, indeed. Um, so arguably, yeah. this is the most qualified you, uh, you you've been to uh, <laughs> like to to weigh in on the top ten. No, I'm, I'm I'm just kidding. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you've obviously been very in the Ontario seat the whole time. Well, technically, then the least qualified to talk about the Quebec one, which we're doing next week. So fuck. But you know, I still take well, that. Actually, the, the, that might actually be more more accurate because yeah, yeah. you, you've been a bit <laughs> further farther removed from like from Quebec this year than you ever like than you ever were from Ontario. <laughs> exactly. Like if you didn't get me Quebec beer, I pretty much wouldn't have had Quebec beer. So I think like it must have been like ninety eight percent of beer. Maybe we did a few pods from Quebec this year. So I got some, but otherwise it was everything that you picked up for me. Thank you very much. But um, yeah, it's been cool to be here and really soak it up and to under like. I was going to say understand it more. I feel like I always did, but just to like constantly be exposed. I'm going to Durand every week, essentially almost every week anyway, to grab the new stuff, see what's going on, keep tabs. And, and, you know, I feel like, uh, it's a much being here more often. It's given me a better perspective on the wider reaching and, and the breadth of offerings the province has. I feel like that's what I didn't really get to see as much before. Um, and also I got to right. visit a lot of places this year and see the province a lot more in some areas I've never been before. And I'm just extraordinarily impressed. I, I feel like it's been undersold, if I'm honest. Um, oh, least, yeah. Just Ontario in general. It's just a beautiful place. And there's so much great stuff coming out of this uh, this wonderful part of the world. So it's um, it's exciting. And certain, uh, like in certain regions of the province, mm. too, are uh, like are pretty especially dope for beer. Like, I, like I, I know you've seen Guelph quite a bit recently, and uh, like, and we've had quite a few Guelph pods this uh, this past year. Yeah. Cambridge as well is another one. Like, like, there's lots of uh, like, there's lots of pockets of um, like really great beer scenes, and of course, your own you know, like your own home scene right now of Hamilton is just bumping as always. Absolutely, I mean, and you and I got out to Kitchener this year, which was a great scene as well. Um, and even yep. the ones that are like 
along the way, you know, Third Moon in Milton and, and down at, you know, like the Catlin area with Badlands and Sun and Hill and like even down Niagara with Counterpart, there's like so like so many re- and that's just this kind of re- and that's not even including like the you know when you go and getting down further to windsor or up to london that we had storm stayed on we've had anderson on um it's it's awesome then up north if you want to go up there muskoka region there's a bunch of great stuff it's you know oh, yeah. kingston's popping right now you know wheeled brew out oh, yeah. barry doing fantastic things and of course your home area of ottawa is, has never been slacking um i felt like since that's right to the nail and dominion came in the i mean beyond the pale kind of kicked it off and then since the other guys just been beautiful yeah gorgeous yep, for sure and we're going to be celebrating many of those regions tonight with our picks yes we are so as usual just to break this down this is our personal opinions on our favorite breweries in ontario for 2010 <laughs> our top 10 favorite breweries in ontario <laughs> 2023 <laughs> Not for 2010, because that would be a very different conversation. Most of them probably don't Yes, exist. yes. And <laughs> these aren't saying that they are the best. This is our personal opinions. If your favorite brewery isn't there, it doesn't mean that we don't think that brewery is great. This was tough. To be fair, we had at least, I would say, half a dozen other names that we had to kind of fight it out for, for the top 10. Yeah. And we had did some honor- we did some honorable mentions this year as well as last year, um, which is uh, something that we it's like our little way to squeeze in some more names, and yeah, so it's not like we're saying anything isn't good if it's not here. It's just maybe we either lacked other stuff more because that hit our palate more, or two, we just didn't get to try it. There's so that for what four hundred and fifty odd breweries in the province. I mean, you can only get so much. So yeah. We did our best, you know, over the year, We, as we always do. We want to know what's going on. We're trying different stuff and, you know, just want to lay that because I always feel like someone always – I always definitely want to hear if people want to comment, you know, on Instagram or on YouTube or whatever, like, hey, what about blah, blah, blah. I think these guys did great this year. I'm like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah, they did. It's just we just didn't catch it or maybe they'll make it on next year once we get some, you know, get to try some more. So just wanted to lay that kind of uh, caveat there because i definitely don't want anyone to feel offended or or you know that we are ignoring something or whatever it's just there's only so much anybody can do that doesn't just go for us it literally goes for everybody there's it's just not possible um yep and with that uh lengthy intro shall we start with uh, our- the, uh <clears throat> yes we, we, yes we, we can get started the only other thing that i want uh, that i want to add is that um and uh, as an added bonus this year uh this is the first time that we've between the two of us we've got a beer uh, uh like that we're going to be drinking from each of the top 10 which i don't think we've done before we've hit, like we i think we've previously hit like five or six but this time we've got beers for all 10 which i think is pretty all cool 10. Yes, it is very dope. We've even got a couple of them that we're both going to do together. So uh, we have a lot of work to do this evening, but uh, you and I are never afraid to throw some beers at our faces on a Thursday evening, Nathaniel. And oh, the other thing is these are in no order whatsoever. This is in order. Essentially, it's more of like the styles that we're drinking so that both of us can sort of have a more uh, easy drinking experience that, that would replicate our usual patterns of drinking. So zero order it's not even alphabetical order the only thing is we did uh announce a or we are going to announce a brewery of the year which we're going to keep to the end did we excuse my extraordinarily shit memory um we did it last year right 
We did it yeah. last year was the first time we did brewery of the year and Badlands is the one that we chose as brewery of the year last year. Gotcha. Okay. That's what I thought, but I want to make sure once again, I have a horrendous memory because we drink a lot on this thing. Um, Tiff was asking me the other day, we were doing a pod and she was asking me, oh, so what are other brewers saying about all this stuff? And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> I don't know if I remember. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's a terrible uh, thing. So with all of that, I think we are good to go. So the first beer, which I'm going to kick this off, the first beer or the first brewery that we think are in Nathaniel and C's top 10 breweries in the wonderful province of Ontario for 2023. We're taking it. I'm glad I got to announce this one because we're taking it to Nathaniel's hometown of Ottawa right there with Tooth and Nail. Yep. Do we give them all a Yay. round of applause? We should give a round of applause. There you go. Oh. Shouts uh, to Tooth and Nail. Huge, huge shouts. I mean, look, Matt Tweedy out there is making some of the best beers in the province whilst also being one of the best dudes uh, in beer. Everyone loves him. The beer I'm drinking is Vim and Viga, their uh, flagship Pilsner. Um, easily, easily one of the best Pilsners in the province, if not one of the best beers in the province, like, period. I would say so. I don't think anyone... There's probably, there's probably even a good case to make that it's got to be a top Pilsner in the country, I'm sure. I, I absolutely, absolutely would agree with that. Um, fortunately, last time uh, we did a little beer trade, you were able to secure some uh, some of this for me, and I was extremely stoked to get some. Um, but yeah, Tooth and Nail have been, you know, you know Maddie's a bit more of a traditionalist kind of guy, a bit more of a purist in his approach, and it's exquisite, fucking exquisite. And it's something that I don't can't remember. I need to. We need to have him back on. I just want to tell yeah. him again because I appreciate him so much more than when we first had him on in like 2017. He's just like the, once again, best pills are like you know the the um I always there's a million beers to start with F, which is like the oatmeal stout fortitude. Yes. Okay. Um, because you grabbed that for me and I had that the other day and it's glorious and I know they have a nitro version at the pub and yeah, I, I, Fortissimo, you also got me their barrel aged like coffee stout, which is spectacular. Mm -hmm. Um, he does a lot of Belgian stuff, which isn't my jam, but just good to know, you know, if you're into Belgian, fucking that's your man. Um, they also have the side project that, uh, Abby set something. Yep. Uh, with, in partnership with Godspeed, which is kind of suggest, you know, like mines, you know, another brewery that's exceptional with the crispies and the more traditional stuff. Um, you could probably add a little bit more color to that just because you'd probably be more familiar with the styles. I don't get tooth and nail enough, but Durand hit me up the other day. So, Hey, do you have a contact for tooth and nail? I'm like, yeah, bitch, I do. And I got him that. So now I, hopefully that means I'll be able to get access to at least some of their beers more often, but I'd like, yeah, tell me a little more from your side as an Ottawa resident, what, what they mean. Yeah. Um, and they really have gone back to uh, like to local roots too. There was a bit of a time when they uh, like, and this was mainly during COVID, I think when they needed to expand their sales network where they did like where they were offering uh, province wide shipping. Um, that's uh, like, so that's gone back away and they've uh, shifted back to their uh, like primary local focus there. Um, yeah. Like their, their brew pub is in Hindenburg. Um, which like which is a pretty dope neighborhood here, and it like it's a great space there that uh, that they've got um, kind of right in the center of the neighborhood, and they really are uh, like even though they've got such high renown across the province, they really are like a local 
Ottawa brewery for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you, you really cover, uh, like you really covered off everything that is known and, uh, um, and great about them in, in Maddie's approach. Um, very, like very traditionally educated and traditional, uh, like, and traditional in the beers that he likes and, um, the beers that he likes to brew. Um, like a couple of other notes that I would add on there is that, uh, it, even though, Haze is not really his thing at all. Um, when it comes, like, but they do knock out some fantastic IPAs, and the examples that I would call on, um, they um, Rabble Rouser is their is kind of their main West Coast IPA, um, one that doesn't come around very often, but is always exciting when it does. Is Sucker Punch, which is their double Westie, mm. um, and then there's an annual favorite of mine, oh, which I is their. Oh yeah, their tribute to Sierra Nevada celebration um, called Hop Hugs, um, which is uh, like which is just an absolute gem. Um, I've still never had Sierra Nevada celebration to this day, but I get Hop Hugs every year, and I'm uh, and I'm very glad for it. So oh, yeah. yeah, like we could go on all night, uh, like saying good things about uh, about Tooth and Nail. Um, <clears throat> very deserving as like as they've been in our top ten. Um, all three years that we've been doing this. They have. I'm just double-checking. It's on the same note here. Yes, and uh, this was the year, personally, I had the most from Tooth & Nail, thanks to you. And it's um, it's a pleasure. It's just a truly, truly year. So if you haven't uh, had an opportunity to at least get some Vim & Viga, either get down to Ottawa if you, if you can, trade somebody for it, or ask your local independent bottle shop to see if they can order it, um, and you know, shoot them a DM or an email, and I'm sure they'll put the store in touch, because... It's it's what you need in your life. At the very least, just get this beer. This is just yes, everything. It's uh, yeah. It, it's one of those mm. things of if you have the opportunity to get any tooth and nail beer, it's got to be them and bigger. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, um, in between each of the ones, we're going to do a little honorable mention. We put a uh, we actually put it's like five together. Actually, that's what we did last year too. And yeah, um, maybe we'll put those together and then we can mention, we put a list of our top podcasts as well. Some of our favorite podcasts, which are five. So we'll just do one of each in between each thing. So would you like to do the first uh, honorable mention? Sure. Yes. <clears throat> so first honorable mention is the hidden gem award. Yes. And this is a brewery that we talked to a few months back. Um, and it is from, Okay, wait a minute now. <laughs> Scotland, Ontario. Yes. Yes. Scotland, Ontario. Um, and it is Flux Brewery. So before, yes, before we had these guys on, neither of us had tasted anything from them, only heard just wonderful things from, uh, uh, from folks that we know um, who, uh, like, who live kind of in the surrounding area. And, and we, we were blown away. Yes, yes, the branding is fantastic, and we were blown away by how no, good the beers no were. Could not believe it. Was, it. Not a single yeah. drop left out of We had six shorties in the pod between us, not a drop remaining. 
Not a drop remaining. And it was one of, uh, like, I think must have been six or seven uh, interviews that we did this fall where we kicked the pod off with a fest beer. And my God, is that the best way to like to start one off? And that is one of those cases, too, where it really starts the night off right. Because I'm um, like, usually when we only drink uh, like about half a beer uh, the, the, of each beer, that was one of those cases of every single time there's a fest beer, like that, that uh, glass is dry before we move on to the next one. And Flux was no exception. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the first beer was spectacular, but all the styles that they did were just, like you said, we were blown away. Their haze, spectacular. I think there might have been another lager or an ESB or something. Um, yep, there was a brown ale. Brown ale, which is like an underdog. But both oh, sorry, maybe, maybe it wasn't a brown ale. No, oh, you know what it was? It was a dark beer, is what, like, is what they called it. Kind of like similar matron. to, um, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, yeah, and they actually, on, like, said that Justin's, you know, beer was an inspiration, which is even cooler because Justin's the man. Um, yep. Just really dope, man. Like it was like hidden gem because it was a it was a big surprise for us, and sometimes we get to, oftentimes we meet the person right before we record the podcast, and then in a brewery like that, we'd never had their beer before. And that happens uh, maybe 30% of the time we've never had the beer, maybe. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it was just like, you know, it was just really, it was just a great experience to the point where like both of us are super excited about uh, getting down there and uh, sort of watching their progression as far as how they go. So yeah, and uh, and we definitely call it a hidden gem because it's one that uh, not a lot of people in the province are talking about. Uh, certainly, not enough people in the province are talking about. It was really only a small handful of people in the industry that we know, and uh, we were super super impressed, and would love to see them uh, get a higher profile in the scene. Hundred percent. We're gonna keep trying to. I, I wouldn't mind doing a pub with them every like year, year and a bit, just to yeah. sort of keep keep tabs on what they're doing because it was that good and yes. how long they've been around it's almost like they shouldn't be they have no business being that good that young so um yeah just and they were cool as fuck just great yeah they were so much love to uh to flux hidden gem all right the second brewery now nathaniel yes top 10 Yep. So second up, we're going to Whitby um, because this one is Town Brewery. Uncle Jeffrey. Yes. I just so, want to congratulate uh, another... Jeffrey on getting an iPhone because he had an Android for the longest time. <laughs> and I texted him the other day and he had a blue bubble. And he's like, I have never got more compliments on anything in my life than getting an iPhone. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Sorry to sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to say that little anecdote. Oh no, not at all. That's that's great. So yeah, so a town are an absolute fave of ours. Have been quick for one? a long time. Uh, no, this is Fidelity. Fide- oh, Fidelity's my the favorite. pills. I yeah, fucking love this beer. And Look it's an LCBO beer. Look at that it. Is. This yeah. is such a stunning brew. Uh, such a brilliant one. And I love that they've got more and more LCBO listings. They started with Square Wheels and then they added. I think it was uh, Outside Jokes, their Pale Ale, and then they had Mad Nice in there. They had Quick One, which is a like 4% American lager, I think. And uh, then they yep. put Fidelity in there. So they've been like, you know, they're more accessible, but their quality is just, I thought they get better yep. every year. 
Are they just cool as shit? Yeah, I think they do. Yeah, yeah. So like some of the nicest people in the uh, like in the scene. Um, we had a pod with Jeff this year, which like mm. which was super cool. And one of those episodes this year that was like not just a straight up and down interview. I mean, Jeff's been on a bunch, mm-hmm. but like some really good insight into things happening in the scene, mm-hmm. um, like and kind of where the scene is going. Um, and of course, they got their uh, like they've got their. Um, their big waterfront space, uh, like this summer, that was, uh, like, that was a pretty huge development for them. Oh yeah. We got to go down. I think it must've been, uh, August, the day after we did the pod with five paddles. I can't remember when that was. I think it was August. And, um, it was just wicked, bro. It was such a vibe. It was just chill. We just went down for an hour or two in the afternoon. Jeff was down there and stuff, and it had to be wicked at night, like all the fairy lights and like on a nice balmy July evening. Mm. Spectacular. And it's just down the road from the brewery, like literally a minute or two. Um, yeah. Super cool. And they really like tied in with the community. And Jeff's been a lot, uh, been heavily involved with the OCB this year. Like he's the one who, who got us involved in the conference. Um, so we're always appreciating him for that, for looking out for Link Up. Uh, they were one of the original supporters of Link Up as well. Um, all the styles they're doing, phenomenal. The Haze, uh, Killer. You know, they got the side project of Cider, Safe Bet Cider, which is super smart. They've been doing a lot of great, great collabs. Um, with every all the all the some of the best breweries in the province, they just you know. Yep, I they did. Uh, mm. They, they got you? in with. Um, I don't. I don't know if they've done they one with Sankim. I don't it. think. I think maybe, they maybe they were talking about it. Mm. I'm sure. Uh, like I'm sure Jeff and Jacob are in touch. But they. Uh, but, but they did a collab with Fine Balance for Fine Balance's anniversary beers. They did one of the yes. pops. Yes, 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 yes. That was fire. Yeah. I think it was a um, single pop. No, the double. It was the double, right? No, it was the double. It was the yeah. double, yeah. <clears throat> and um they like they've also been put, like been putting out some crazy Westies this year including the uh, like the two-way collab that they did with Fairweather. Yes, and that was see that was super sick. Fortunately enough, I don't know if I said this on here, Jeff and I met up, I think it was October in 2021 maybe. For like brunch, he came down, we grabbed something, we went to Fairweather. And I posted, and then the social media guy happened to be in the brewery. He's like, hey, he knew the pod. And then Ram came out. So then I got to meet Ram properly. And then he met Jeff at the same time. He took us around and stuff, and they connected, and they did a beer just because randomly we were there and happened to post a photo. So it was very cool to see that sort of organically just happen. And particularly for a big faith for you and I is the um, the Westie side of things. For both yeah, of them, for sure. both do some great ones, and they've been busting out. Town have been busting out some Westies in twenty twenty three too. They did a bunch of great ones. Aside from the um, the Fairweather one, there was at least one or two other ones that they did. That um, I don't even know if I got to try them. Maybe one of them. I can't remember, but um, just everything they 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 throw in there. Sours killing it. They did a few bottles and so I can't remember if the bottles were last year or the year before, but they've just been consistently innovating, making great beer, supporting the community. Uh, supporting Ontario craft beer and beyond, uh, you know, organically, and and it's just it's just cool to see. And once again, like you said, amazing humans, and it's great to see great humans win. And b- even better that they make great products that uh, we genuinely want to consume. So, town are very Absolutely. very deserving. I also think I'm a double check. Oh, town were the first year, not last year, but they probably should have been in hindsight. Um, I feel like they got even better this year compared to last year, though. <clears throat> This is really hard. I'm just looking at this. I'm like, damn, this is such, it's so fucking difficult to do these damn lists. 
Yeah, it is. 10, 10 ain't enough. Maybe that's the point, though. Maybe it makes you, you know, stress it and, and, and get it in there. But, um, yeah, man. Anything else to add for uh, Town? I don't think so. They're, right. they're just a fantastic brewery and uh, very clearly deserving. Fucking damn right. Well, I'll mention another honorable mention, or should I do like yep. a pod? Should we do a pod and then in go between? What do you think? Yeah, sure. Let's mix it up. Why not? Let's mix it up. All right. Top pods of 2023. Uh, these were just pods that were just like we felt were just really insightful, uh, valuable conversations. So uh, one of them, once again, just some of the ones that came to mind after quickly reviewing it. And the first one we had here was uh, episode 150 called Triple Pop with Andrew Silva of Fine Balance. Um, that was a really fun pod, man. Andrew is a gem. He's been on three, four times as well. No. Three, that was the third time. We, that was only our first follow-up, wasn't it? Yeah, because twi- uh, because twice for full pods, <laughs> once for link-up. Thank you. See, you know more than me. I love it. So Andrew is just such a gem, and we are both passionate fanboys of Fine Balance. Did you see they released Sparkling Waters called Spicy? I did. A whole series. I want to – I wanna. I, wanna, I was just going to do an order. I, I was going to hit you about it, but I was like, oh, I might as well just do an order because it's going to be too hard to probably like deal with the shipping thing, But um, particularly in January. But – yeah, man, they're just like everything's great. They've been innovating. Uh, you know, did a bunch of barrel age stuff recently with some stouts and that ice buck and and like a farmhouse for the anniversary. Um, you know, they they're just like really holding it down for that sort of high pays brewery uh, in that side of the province. Um, Absolutely. And that particular podcast was just great. It was just a really great conversation, thoughtful. We got into deeper thing, kind of what you said about Jeff, actually, on that pod. Uh, we we went into a bit of a deeper conversation with Andrew about, um, you know, about sort of more, maybe a bit more ph- philosophical, I guess, you know, uh, about beer, where it's going and what we can do to sort of get the industry out of where it's at. And it was just a really good one, man. Um, not surprising because yeah. Andrew's just such an honest like genuine dude like i just I, I just like him i think he's just a good guy a good fucking yeah same just one of my favorite him. people in the scene for sure um we also had a good chat about the ocb and kind of, like and kind of the value of the ocb and uh, and kind of the the balancing act of what like what's the right level of involvement with it and that kind of thing too that like that's what i thought was one of the most interesting parts of that combo yes yeah, so the fact yeah cuz i think it was right about the time we just did the link up uh, uh session yeah. there. so he was asking about you know the value of it because we were trying to understand ourselves i just thought it was a really cool thing that on a live pod, well not live you know on a pod like that that a brewery is asking the question i just thought it was you know someone who just really cares so definitely would recommend you check that out episode 150 um i'm up aren't i yes you're up the next brewery that it? that's it uh the next brewery in our top 10 breweries in ontario in 2023 are the good folks let me get the uh sound effect ready at willable oh yeah let's go willable champions i mean just what do we even say uh let me see if they were on they were on last year oh but they weren't on the first year but i reckon that's just because we didn't have enough of them um Willable were a brewery. I remember first hearing about it from the guys at Rosewood Winery in mm. uh, in uh, Beamsville, and they basically were a distillery primarily, uh, and then they introduced beer. We had them yep. on in twenty was it twenty one? 
I think it no, was it was 2022. Thank you. Okay. Oh, it was. And that's what we were talking about, Badlands and Willow Ball. We had it at the same time. And, yeah. um, you know, it was really cool. Cam and, and Joe are such great dudes. Uh, you and I went down there in May. Um, May 2-4. I, th I think it was July, actually. Yeah, because it was Canada Day weekend, I remember. Oh, it was Canada, so it wasn't May 2-4. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, and it was like a raining fucking day. Super yep. whack. But but it was they, a but it was a great time though. Like they've still like, they've got it. such a they've got a they've got such a great patio set up there, like fully covered. Even though it was absolutely pissing rain the whole uh, <laughs> like the whole time, but we still like we still got to uh, like have a pizza and some brews outside. Like it yes. it, it was fantastic. Um, the location is absolutely beautiful. Um, like I don't I don't know how else you could make. Uh, uh, like how much? Like how else you can make such a nice outdoor far like farm brewery space? Like they've like they've got it all there. Um, agree more. The and, yeah, keep going, keep going. Uh, I was just gonna say the like the breadth of styles that they do exceptionally well. It, like, it's just wild. Mm -hmm. um, Christie's first of all, like see through their Hellas, exceptional. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and like, one of the last time that they were on for the pod, uh, their Expert. export, yeah, Killer. or the Dortmunder Lager, that's a dangerous one because that one's like like six and a half percent, although it drinks like four and a half. <laughs> oh, big time, big time! And there was the one that we, you and I, had such a good experience there, and Cam wasn't there at the time. And then I took my mother-in-law and uh, Tiffany and Tiff's cousin Dan, who's been on before. Um, we all went down in Labor Day-ish, maybe. Um, unless we went somewhere. No, when did we go to Kitchener? That was that day. That was Canada Day. Yeah, we that was Kitchener. that day. Okay, so we must have gone. I know it was a holiday time, holiday weekend. So it was sometime probably around then. And Cam wasn't there again. So it was just bad timing both the times for me. But we got the full tour this time because um, uh, Tyler. So we met Tyler and Gordo, who was on the pod when he worked for Nickelbrook, now is the brewer alongside Joe at Willibold. So they gave us the full tour and um and we it's funny, when we went there, we could have just got right in and sat down. After maybe an hour of doing the tour, we came back and then we couldn't get a seat. So we we're like, oh fuck, we really want to eat. So then the beautiful part, they have all these outdoor tables and a little bar right there so you can add it to a tab you don't even have to pay you can add it to your tab and you can just get a drink so we all just got a drink sat around and maybe half an hour later like didn't, didn't even finish the drink you move on in and i got the same pizza that you and i had again because it was that good um yeah. just loved it um their seltzers and their spirits are just phenomenal uh tiff uh, my partner's been buying the the seltzers for most of 2023 like by the case we'd order them online or grab them from duran or endless out here and they're just the best. If you're into seltzers, they're probably the best in the province, I would say. Um, super tasty, wicked branding, tons of great flavors. They're ready to drink, you know, gin mules and all these different things, super flavorful. It's just the branding's great. The merch is awesome. Yeah. You know, if you're into liquor, they got fun stuff like gingerbread gin and like there's another one that's escaping me right now, but they do like just really cool, fun stuff, man. They're just a really, a great brewery. And this beer called with love is a, um, a pale ale with nectar on citra and Waimea. I actually had it, I think last week 
and uh, grab this one from Duran today. I just want to finish this Vim and Vigor though because I forgot to bring an extra glass. I'm going to need it for the last one. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. They ha- I mean, look at this. Look at this beautiful haze. Look at this. It's just murk. It's just oh, gorgeous. That's Super fantastic. tasty. Um, I'm, I'm just like a huge fan. I, I can't say enough about Willowbone across the board. They're just such a great business. I love that they've diversified. Their seltzers are just flat. They can't keep them on the shelves. Um, yeah. They're in the LCBO, I think, for the purple one. Which is just kind of like a grapeish kind of flavor, mm-hmm. um, yeah, man. Just, just the bet. I, I got to see Cam at the OCB and Tyler actually. Um, had a good chat with him there, and um, every time I see him, it's just so warm. Just great fucking people. They came to the uh, the link up chat as well, which was dope. So just I don't know, big big fans. I just think they're just great great people. I did actually didn't recognize Cam because he didn't have a hat on. What was the other way? Oh, <laughs> I had a hat on and he didn't have one at first. I was like, I know you, but I can't place it. Um. Yeah, man, huge fan. If you haven't tried Willowbold and you're out here, please do yourself a favor. Do an order online. Just get a bunch of stuff, whatever they got. You not, you can't go wrong. Yeah. I haven't had even a mid-beer from them. Everything from the no. Krispies. Basically, it's Krispies and um, – oh, they do some great stouts too. They, they're Imperial they do. They, they do some great stouts, and lots of them are Imperial. <laughs> they, can be, uh, they, they can be pretty dangerous. And like their Imperials are not like 8%, like they're 10 to 12 in the, mm. like in the cans, and these aren't even barrel-aged ones. And oh, they no. are not uh, – and they're not ones that are like super burny either. It's like they're, like they're very, very smooth, um, but like they will get you fucked mm. up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I almost grabbed – I'm just so overstocked right now, but the one that you grabbed um... – what was that called? The one that you grabbed the other day uh, when we met up? Drip, drip. Yes, I the saw coffee that. Stout. Yeah, I didn't realize it was eleven point five. I was gonna, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I do with that. I thought it might have been like I was hoping for like six, and I was like, oh man, I have got so many cans, eleven <laughs> percent stouts. I need to get through. I'm just like, oh, I don't want this to just sit there. Particularly coffee, I think it like drops a little bit, and I just I'd rather have it fresh. But they're just so good. Oh, this is brilliant. Oh, and it's Nectaron. Nectaron's one of the other cheat cheat hops. Pizzerina, yeah. obviously the goat, but yeah. Anyway, Willowbold, just fucking phenomenal. Do yourself a favor, put that in you. Yep, absolutely. Um, Nathaniel with the honorable mention. Oh, this is yes. a special one. Oh yeah, this is a special one and uh, and kind of a somber note too. Uh, so this is the Gone But Not Forgotten Award, um, and you probably already know what what we're going to be saying here. Uh, rest in peace, Barncat Ales. <laughs> I thought to make it clear we're not clapping for them not being here. <laughs> yes, we're not clapping for the fact that they closed. We're, it, that's a, a somber round of applause for one of our favorite breweries of all time. Yes. Um, um, we did an episode. Yeah, we did an episode this year uh, as a bit of a farewell tribute to uh, like to Barncat after they announced um, this spring um, that they were going to be closing up shop in uh, um, in the summer, uh, which like which I think the entire province the entire province's beer community was absolutely devastated about, um, especially with everything that that like that they did to uh to kind of set the scene on its tracks especially for the, like for the kind of more contemporary styles which they were very much on the uh on the forefront of um very much the precursors to a lot of uh like to a lot of haze and uh like and barrel age stuff in the province um is kind of following on the heels of barn cat no question oh yeah um you know 
excuse me, Jeremy confirmed they did the first haze in Ontario, I believe, in April 2016, or was it 15? No, 15. Yeah, I think 15. 15. So, like, they're completely ahead of the game, like you said, with the stouts, too. And I know that the way that the the goodbye post, if you look at the volume of comments and the volume of breweries that are just devastated. Um, yeah. It definitely was a sad loss. I, it was a, essentially a lease thing, but uh, I think the boys were ready to pack it in anyway. But there are two kind of silver linings with Bindcap being gone. One is that Third Moon purchased one of their um, fermenters. And uh, when I was in there, I think I was down there in July or August or something, and um, got to see it there. So Bebo was like stoked for it because I guess it's just got like a good omen, you know, having a, a barn calf fermenter that's just produced so much phenomenal beer. And secondly, they um, I discovered a brewery called Sparrow uh, this year, and I found out that Matt from Barncat now works for them. And uh, very impressed from what I've had from them. And uh, yeah, that means that the kind of Barncat legacy is somewhat living on through yeah. Sparrow, which is very, very cool. I believe Jeremy's out of beer. I think he was he was over it, but Matt wanted to stay in. So instead of owning it, he's out there making it. So um, as sad as that is, the impact will never be ever, like I said, gone but not forgotten type thing. And, uh, yep. you know. Yeah, they're they're a brewery that really meant a lot to me, um, and, and uh, like were especially formative, it, it kind of in my like in my time coming up in the scene and kind of uh, shaping my palate and uh, and kind of what I would come to what what I would eventually come to love in the scene, uh, like as we kind of get to now. So, yeah. Jeremy, Matt, love you guys, and uh, whatever Thank you're you uh, and. Thank you for your service, um, Matt. Love that he's end up still in the scene, and Jeremy. I hope you're just happy doing what you're doing now. Amen, brother. Well said. Well said. All right, Nathaniel, all right. You are up. so number four uh, in our top ten. Going to Kingston right now for fine balance, as we've already talked about. Oh, is that a fresh can, a single pop right there? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. A that's fresh can of single pop. Well, I mean, like, fresh is fresh. You know, you know what I mean? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. So, uh, so I, I had a, a can of single pop uh, left over from uh, from their anniversary, and this is uh, uh, the anniversary beers that we were drinking when we had um, Uncle Andrew on the po- uh, like on the pod back in the fall. Big um, Yes, indeed. So, what a uh, like I was saying, this was part of three. A uh, series of IPAs that they did um, for their anniversary. This is Single Pop, which was a collaboration with our friends at Badlands, um, and it's a six point five percent IPA with Nelson Sylvain Moteca. Um, cannot which, go wrong. No, cannot go wrong. And um, this a, a pretty meaningful beer for them because it was their first time working with freestyle hops and it was their first time brewing a 6.5% IPA, which might not sound like a significant thing, but, um, when, uh, but as Andrew was talking about, it's a bigger deal than it sounds like because most of their IPAs that they've done have been more like seven, seven and a half percent and kind of dialing that style down to a very specific target, like 6.5, um, it like is more meaningful than it sounds because it's, you, you know, it takes a pretty, 
it takes a pretty delicate hand to like to kind of hone into a specific target exactly like that. And six point five percent is what every single IPA that Badlands does. So I think this was a pretty significant um, beer for them. And uh, as you saw, there was also the series of 6.5% freestyle hopped IPAs that they did later on as kind of the next yes. step in this process. So, uh, so, so it's a meaningful, uh, so it was a meaningful step for them. Um, and we were, well, we've already been talking about everything that we love about, uh, about Andrew as a person and fine balance as a brewery. They continue to be one of our absolute faves in the province. Could not agree more. Um, the 6.5 was, it was a bit of an homage to Badlands. Um, obviously their IPAs are all 6.5, their double IPAs are all 8.2. Look at that Merc, it's beautiful. Great mm-hmm. head. Yeah. It, all it, eight, it was, not eight, not eight, not eight, two, it's eight. For Badlands? Aren't they all eight, two? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I they're all eight, eight, two. Uh, you could be right. Never mind. That's okay. Go on. Usually I'm wrong, but uh, I feel like this one I'm like 90. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you might actually, I'm, I, I'm, I'm like... <laughs> I should have kept my fucking mouth shut. Go on. No, no <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I'm, it's okay. So it's, it's it was cool to see that. But yeah, man, just like we're saying about the pod, it's just great people, great beer. I mean, we before we even got to know Andrew, we did the pod before we tried their beers, didn't we? We tried them first time on the pod. Yeah. Uh, no, I uh, I had been uh, I had been there once yeah, the before b- before we had them on the pod. I remember um, for your birthday. And you Correct. got the glassware, and you—that's why we had Daft and Fine Balance on the pod because you went to both of them, and you were like, "Bro, this is fucking amazing!" I'm like, "All right, let's go." Yeah, we need to—we need to be putting Kingston on the map here. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so you had tried them and raved. I was stoked. I remember losing my mind to their flagship uh, uh, um, oat cream IPA, um, oats and cream. Yes, it, nobody has the balls to have a flagship as a oat cream IPA and, and it's just exquisite. Um, yeah. definitely one of my favorite beers in Ontario. It's so consistent. They have the double version. I think they even did a triple version. Um, they're crispy. And speaking but, of, yes. and speaking of bold too, for your flagship IPA to have Citra and Nelson, like that's an expensive hop to be <laughs> like, to be, uh, like to be putting in your flagship and uh, like, and it is a dope IPA. So damn good. You're so right. And it's just like, I don't think they'd be as overpriced by any means. I believe not too long after we did those pods, I was in the area when I still lived in Montreal and I went down and saw Andrew and got to try like some of the, like the dark lager on, um, on, uh, Luca. The, the crispies are phenomenal. Like just across the board, their, their beers are just so great. And even back then we were like, oh, these guys are like next up. I actually think in 2021, we didn't have them. In, oh, we did have, hang on. We didn't have, we did have them in the top 10. My bad. They've been in the top 10 every year. Yeah. Uh, I think initially, if we had of like uh, heard of them maybe a little early, they kind of like got right in the top 10. I think they were that good. They didn't even get that kind of like next up thing. They were like, yes. yo, like top 10. Like they just. No, I think they were like, like they were that good right off the hop. And, um, they really were, and like, and, and when we talked to them for the first time, uh, like they had been, like they had been just past their first year anniversary at that point. Correct. So it's like, like, so you know, it's not like we were even, like we were even boosting or anything. Like they had had some time to hone, uh, like to hone in their shit at that point. 
Correct. And I really think they've been living up to our expectations of them. Um, oh, my goodness. They've only gotten better. Yeah. And it's just and it, they really care about the community. They're doing those quarterly community collabs. And it's it's like ingrained in the company. They just they're just good motherfuckers, man. And they just yeah. care about what's happening. It's just really absolutely. Cool. Yeah. And uh, I'll, just to say one more thing about their Please. beer. Uh, and some props that they've gotten. Um, Jacob from uh, Saint Kim Baron was telling me a story that uh, when they were doing a bit of, uh, they, like they were kind of doing a bit of industry sampling to uh, like to kind of uh, like do some research to kind of hone in on like on something that they would want to produce for their next style. And when they were looking at Hefeweizens, um, pr like prior to uh, Baron beer coming out, uh, like they were trying a bunch of Hefeweizens from a bunch of different, from a bunch of different breweries. And the one that like from must've been like something like 10 different breweries that they had tried. And the one that blew the, that blew them away the most um, for everyone who was trying them was fine balances, Blay Hefeweizen. Hell yeah. That, I love to hear that. Like I that's pretty dope them. props from uh, like coming from Jacob and the team there. Yeah, man, those guys aren't fucking around. Just want to quickly mention, thank you, Baron. This beer is out right now. This is Winter Walks, a double West Coast IPA collab with our good friend Nathan Does Beer. If you are able to grab that while it's still available, and by the time this comes out, hopefully you can still get it. But you need to put it in you because this is on the fucking wall here. Because this is a brilliant beer. Squad is out here. I just want to give some shout outs, even though we're not talking about Quebec. Yeah. I just want to make sure people know. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Of course. Um, I made sure my first can, I picked the one with the prettiest labels. And it's like, well, that's going on the wall for Nathaniel right oh, now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I just realized you couldn't see it. Now I can see it. Uh, five balance, killer. Anything else? Are we... Uh, no, I ready? think that's good. Love it. All righty. Next of our top pods for 2023. This was an interesting one. Uh, this yeah. is something I want to do more of this year, by the way. Um, episode 127 called The Gateway Destination was Beer Town. So Beer Town are a restaurant uh, chain, I guess, essentially, like a small owned, you know, it's not like some massive chain. They have about 10 locations, I believe, throughout Ontario, uh, primarily the main ones in Waterloo, I think. And uh, we had Jen Tamsey on, and she was such a wonderful human being um oh yeah so knowledgeable i fucking love that we both did man that was such a thoughtful yeah pod, and we got to have the sawdust and third moon collabs all four of them so bone tree lone pine lone tree bone pine and just i i, I it's kind of in the back there but i kept all the bsc at the cans because i'm just like it's just so dope it's so cool because i love sawdust love third moon and i'm like fuck this is brilliant they sent us the menu so we could really understand it it was just so so cool you had been there before at the time I of had, the pod. Yes. i hadn't so tiff and i went over the summer to the burlington one not to the one where jen was so we didn't uh, reach out or anything it just had a great experience just had a couple of beers in the app i'm like man it was sick i think i had a town beer that i'd be wanting to try mm -hmm. and uh, of course i got bone tree uh, on tap which uh is always there, and i just wanted to try it because i hadn't had it on tap before and it was exquisite it was just such a great conversation i would love to have jen back on this year it, it was oh just, my god I, I i would do that again in a heartbeat anytime it was just like she's and, and everybody that we speak to you know whether it's bebo at third moon or sam at sawdust even rob at short finger i know is good friends with her like everybody in the industry just loves her because she fucking loves beer and she cares and because she cares so much that's why beer towns list is curated so wonderfully and so thoughtfully yeah. 
um, you know, she was explaining the kitchen, even the small little apps we had. It was just like a Sunday afternoon we went by and just wanted a quick snack. And even just the small app was just so tasty. And it was just a great experience, man. And it's like, we call it the gateway destination because that's really what it is. It allows people who are maybe new at a craft beer to come in and they could have something simple on tap, but they could also have third moon. And it's not scary. Yeah. It's not pretentious. It was just normal ass people there. There wasn't like beer nerds around and stuff. There were just people going to a cool place to have a, have a drink and some food. And Exactly. It's the, it's the kind of thing where, and uh, like I'll say what I said when we were talking to her is that when I go to Burlington and there's a beer town in Burlington, that's the kind of place that I don't uh, like that. I don't get nervous about bringing my parents to if we, uh, if we're going out for dinner and my parents aren't drinkers. So gotcha. uh, like, so, like, so I of course have an absolute blast there and my parents were raving about the, how good the food was uh, afterwards and they had a great time too. They didn't feel intimidated. Um, like, and uh, my, my son who was only uh, like just over a year old at the time, like it, it was even comfortable to have him there too. Um, so, uh, so things like okay. that, like it's just a good place to be. Yep. Couldn't agree more. So definitely check that part out. That was episode 127 for Beer Town. Nathaniel, I guess I'm up. I was really thought I'd drink all of these beers in between each thing, but I guess not. Getting <laughs> a bit antsy there. So this brewery uh, have been on every single year. Let me just triple check. It would be ridiculous. Yes, indeed. If not. Yeah, of course. Oh, they definitely have. You don't even have to check. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I need to, I don't even need to say anymore. Third moon, guys. Third moon. It's fucking best. Um, what do I say that people don't already know? I mean, I feel like they are going from strength to, th to strength every year. They have, uh, they're coming up on their fourth anniversary in May, uh, same as Sankey and Baron in like the second week of May. Um, yep. And just, bro, like, I'm so fucking proud of those dudes, man. Like, I got to try one of Steve well, Bebo's beers via Noah when he did he won a homebrew competition and got to do a collab with Great Lakes in the end of 2019 and Noah hooked me up I didn't know who he was and then Noah's mate Derek who I got to hang out with as well he was good friends with them so he got some of their uh, homebrews um, or test batches in like the Bellwoods kind of uh, brown bottles the 500 mil bottles and, and I was trying that and I was like what the fuck is this how is it what couldn't believe how good it was um and just the way they really rallied the community behind them to 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 get that brewery going and then now looking at where they're at nearly four years later you know some of the haze is it's floating on a cloud it's just incredible um this one here is the observation series where they do single hop this is called paradisi which i haven't actually had uh it's freestyle so it's new zealand hops um which is amazing Oof, smells amazing. Um, they're just, you know, their haze is A1. Their stout yep. game is disgusting. They've been doing so much barrel stuff recently as well. I tried some of their barley and wine. Oh, my God. Okay, so, so their barley wine stuff is no slouch. And I got to give particular props to Time Takes Time, which is, oh, yeah. their, like, which is their series of um stout barley wine blends which is like which is the newest thing on, like on the scene that Isn't i'm that loving to see from like from the small handful of breweries that have been doing it i had um the bottle of time takes time volume two that i picked up when we were at durand over the holidays yes. um i like i had that while uh, like while i was at my parents it was insane Fuck, i haven't cracked it, it was so fucking part. good 
I'm not. Surprised. It was so fucking good, and that's the one Hell that yeah. also has, uh, like, that also has, I think, coffee and vanilla, uh, like, added to it as well. It was just wild, bro. Was it from um, the same batch? Um, I don't think so. I think this was, uh, like, I think they this was a separate a batch. A whole nother blend, whole nother thing. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, That's amazing. And the, like, like there were things in there that I was tasting that I like I couldn't believe. Like it was even like there were even elements of like baking spice in it. Like I was tasting things like cinnamon, uh, cinnamon and nutmeg, things that were uh, like that weren't even in it. Just the character that developed out of That's that so was good. wild. Um, we're gonna keep talking. I just need to change my camera battery, but, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep it rolling. But like, time takes time is fucking spectacular. So yeah, just yeah. like super big props for like for their barrel program it's uh, like it's insane it truly is um the the barrel program is crazy and you're right that that would be if i had to this isn't part of what we decided on to talk about but like if i had to say like a style of 2023 for me would be the barley wine stout blends it was something mm-hmm. i'd had three or four times i had one from um from fucking uh the legends at godspeed they did one where they did the judiciel uh, yeah, that was the one. Uh, that was the one that I was telling you as soon as I had it. Like, you need to fucking have that immediately. Yes. So I have a bunch of cans of that as well, and um, I went down saw Luke, and he he gave me a bunch. He's a fucking legend, and um, I think there was one from um, Bar Canada that I got from Fred. Shout out to Fred, and it was like a short can, like a little three three fifty five. And that was amazing. And then time takes time. And I think I got a couple others in the cellar there. And it's just so, so good. So Third Moon's like, you know, the, the stout game has been crazy. Yo, one thing they don't get enough props for is the crispy game. So Kills mm. Pilsner, I feel like, has got better and better and better. I feel like the first batch was was decent. And then everything from there has just gone up and up and up. I've had their dry hop version, the Ruwaka one. They did a, um, a Chardonnay barrel-aged one, which was fantastic. It was damn near like a farmhouse. Um, I just bought today their Black Lager version that just came out. Um, so I'm excited to try that. It's just, they're out of control. Like third yeah. moon, a, a truly like there's nothing that they they haven't been able to nail as far as the styles. So super super impressed with everything they've been doing. Oh, not to mention the slushies. And actually, there they have the slushy machines that are fucking great. Their epoch um, series. Like I had one of their like I may, it was like mango coconut pineapple and something else. I had that on the weekend on New Year's Day, I think actually, and it was just it was straight mango. It was just crazy. It's just everything they're doing is so exquisite and so well done. Like even the other day I grabbed the, they did like an oatmeal, like a 6.5% oatmeal stat with coconut. And I'm super excited for that because that's like, I love Oh yeah. Ones. The serpent tears. Yeah. yeah. I grabbed that one as well. It's just, I don't know, man. Third moon are just such a brilliant. Wow. There's such an interesting smell. I feel like I've got like some sort of like allergies. I feel like my a bit congested, but I can still smell it through this shit. It's um, it's <laughs> phenomenal. It, I'm, I'm just such, I'm so impressed with everything they've been doing, and you know, working through. Obviously, it's a real hard time in craft beer. So this is extra props to everybody involved in all this shit because this is, it's not easy to be to be no. beer right now. So, um, third moon, just disgusting, killing again. We're, we're due for another pod. Uh, hopefully, got something coming up soon because the first that nearly five hour, four hour, forty five minute odd pod. Was our record, and Nathaniel, I think we're up for it. We're up for the challenge. 
It might kill me, but I'm still up for it. <laughs> I feel like we could start it a touch earlier, perhaps, just in case. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. I'm I'm ready for the marathon. I, 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 might, I, I might have to uh, like make an arrangement with my like with my wife. Just you know, let her know that it might, like that it might be a late one, and uh, and see if she's okay with uh, letting me sleep in when and uh, and take care of our young one the next morning. I just feel like that's going to be smart to prepare in advance for that. I think that would be the move for for the. I, I, can't, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can see it going any other way. It's not like we have a choice. No, no. And I, I want you to be. I, able to I, I experience just, it. I just can't. I just can't see that one. Like you know, coming up to like two and a half hours, and like, okay, so we good? Yep. Yeah, okay, let's wrap it up. Like, I just don't <laughs> think that's gonna happen. <laughs> it won't. We're probably gonna have to bring snacks. Maybe even a little Ugh, uh, yeah. a bottle to piss in. Because uh, <laughs> well, I guess we can always press pause. But goddamn, it's gonna be hectic. But yeah, man, shout to Third Moon. Just impeccable so uh well 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 deserved there is not i don't foresee a, a top 10 in ontario without them on it uh no i don't no i can't i can't imagine under any circumstances all righty yeah next honorable mention nathaniel is next honorable mention so this is here best new brewery and this is one that we had on the pod a couple months ago as well um i said like i suppose from Complete inception, not uh, like not brand brand new, but brand new in terms of their physical space. It's only uh, like it's only been little more than a year. Um, this is going to to Toronto. We're talking True History Brew. So well deserved. Absolutely, mad props to uh, to these guys. Oh. And uh, like this was such a good pod. Um, oh well, like we, I haven't we'll talked more about oh fucking yeah. year, bro. Oh, oh my yeah. god! I, I, I thought dying. you were gonna die. Like, 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 like you were, like, like you were like doubled over. Yeah. <laughs> Please watch the uh, pod. Yeah, well, well, we'll talk about that a little, like a little more, and like in one of the in one of the next things here. But uh, just an absolutely spectacular brewery. In like you'd never thought it, like you'd never think it could get better in terms of lager focused breweries in Ontario, especially when you've got breweries like Godspeed and tooth and nail, um, like kind of already doing some of the best stuff like that you can imagine in the scene, but true history. This was one that uh, I had only had a handful of their beers before we, uh, before we had them on the pod. Um, I was really, really impressed, uh, but like that had been make maybe six, seven months before something like that, and then mm-hmm. we had them on, and what, what, like what I had then had certainly improved even more since then, and just the absolute meticulous attention to detail that they uh, that they have with German and Czech loggers is absolutely mind blowing. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm dying to get down to their tap room, uh, like with that Luker Tower, and uh, and to get a Maliko pour of absolutely everything they have there. Um, I wonder if we could do it next time you're down, because I'm on the way, oh. so I'll just come by, pick you up, and then we just fucking cruise on down. Well, I think we're gonna have to make it happen because, like, I'm dying to get down there. The I'm excited and for I'll uh, like I'll shout out like the beers that we had on there, and you know which ones I'm gonna be talking about <laughs> here. Oh, but like like, like the like the two in particular that blew my mind the most. It's the Fest beer and the Martzen, which like which were just exceptional. And it's oh, one of those things that I think they're I think they're the oh, yes yeah, uh, yes yeah, sorry uh, the, I need to say it the way Matt says mm. it was like Martzen. 
Benson or something like that. I, yeah. like, Matt's I pronunciation was uh, like was perfect. We're not joking. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think they are the only brewery in Ontario that I'm aware of that distinguished between a Fest beer and a Merzen and made both of them. I don't recall. I'm fairly certain. They're the, I, like, I, I, I can't think of anyone else who's done both of those before and like actually been able to distinguish between the two. Maybe it's exceptional. Um, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Like because they do non bay, yeah, yeah. like like they're like they're fast beer, but I don't think they've ever labeled one as a Martzen before. I think you're right. Although I'm sure they could if they like, like if they wanted to. Yeah. But um. But in any case, um, they like so they've been open um in their physical space a, like a little more than a year now. The beers are unreal good, uh, and like and I can't recommend them highly enough. I so, think that was the like second for best new brewery, unquestionable. Yeah, unquestionable. And that was the second pod after Flux that we had six shorties that not a drop left. Mm-hmm. That was just, and it was just so funny. I mean, Adam and Matt were just such good dudes, and the like. Oh my god! The, the yeah. clip, if you check, even just check the clip, like the the that we did. Uh, I still think of it and just giggle. I, I don't want to spoil it, but that definitely go only- check it out. And then, uh, like, and that clip was only just the start of how hard Craig was laughing in that episode. Oh yeah, that I was only just the start. Of it. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, like you said, we'll get to it. He, but. he was. He, he's like falling off his chair. It's insane. It hadn't happened for a while, and it's one of my favorite things when something dumb and random happens, and you just like die, and you just can't control yourself. It doesn't happen to me that often, and it was just. Uh, it was so good. So that, you know, made you like me. You're already enjoying the beers and they're just so well made. And I know they just did a tap takeover somewhere, Arabella Park, I think, with Godspeed. Oh, yeah. With Godspeed. I mean, look, that's already says a lot, right? That they're doing that level of quality. And then, you know, Bim and the team are, are willing to do a double collab, you know, takeover. I mean, that's that's big, big, big props. So, I mean, oh, they're yeah. one to watch. Um moving forward i would say if they're not in next year's top 10 i would be very surprised same yeah beautiful all righty so we've done the first five of the ontario uh the the top 10 breweries in ontario for 2023 we have ready for the sixth one once again no order just throwing them out there that's right um okay so next up to niagara falls counterparts let's go So this is again, again another it. case where, where like where I'm going super super fresh with <laughs> like with the beers that I've got. Um, it's this okay. is part the, the, this is part of their zombie surprise series, and this is one of their Halloween releases. Not the uh, and we're recording now on uh, January fourth, so it's a couple months old. Not the uh, like not the freshest one I uh, one I could have picked, but uh, uh, but you know that's where uh, that's where we are. So this is a zombie surprise. Zombie surprise smoothie sour with raspberry, blueberry, soft serve ice cream, and vanilla. This was so good. So this we're going for a dessert beer. Oh yeah, halfway through. I remember picking that up right after we did the OCB. We did the uh, the talk that day, and I went straight by afterwards. And Greg linked me all of the the beers a day before. So I made sure I kept that bad boy cold for you. So as long as you kept it cold, I don't see a problem. I've had Mortalis smoothies like a year or 18 months old, and they were fine. 
So I think it's um, yeah. I um, did indeed keep it cold. So. I, can, I knew you would have counterpart in twenty twenty. Oh, look at that color! Oh, it's beautiful. Look how beautiful it is. Look at that beautiful bright red. If you're listening, check the YouTube because look at that fucking. Oh yeah, let's go. Counterpart. Oh, yeah. I don't know about you, bro, but for my Ontario best discovery of Ontario of 2023. Granted, they were turned four in early 2023. By the time we did the pod, so they were damn near four years old, I'd heard about them forever. Easily my favorite uh, 2023 discovery of uh, Ontario. Yeah. I'd been there, yeah, I would say fortunately, that. probably like six times now. Uh, I'd taken friends there. I've taken my mother-in-law there. Um, Tiff and I go there whenever we're in the region. I'm like, any excuse, I'm like, let's go past Counterpart real quick. Like, anytime. It's it's just <laughs> the best. Every time I go there, Greg happens to be there. He's just such a cool guy. Um, the food is out of this world. Like, it truly, truly is. Um, the the Barrel-Aged Stouts, like their Chaos program, is bonkers. Uh, I missed – they still got the bottles at Duran. I almost bought it today, but I was like, ah. I, I need to get it because I don't want to miss out, but they still, no one had bought them since. So I'm like, okay, I got another week or something. But they're, they're, they're barely stouts are crazy. Um, the, the haze, the haze is insane. I'm like, insane. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm like, like not, not nearly, not nearly talked about. Not even. Enough. And that's the point. Not, I feel like it's so good that, why hasn't somebody shoved it down our throats enough? Like it, people should be screaming from the rooftops about how good the beer is. Their Fest beer, Winds of Change, was phenomenal because it was around the time. Yeah. Uh, I drank the Fest beer from on draft there and I bought some to go, which I never do. Um, it was that good. And it was just, yeah, man. But yeah, just, like, like I love the place. Their Krispies are wild. Their Krispies are wild. Like mm. pure, their pills, it's exceptional. For their um, extra pure, I think it was a collab with Sun and Hill for the for the um, yeah the anniversary, the fourth anniversary. Was oh, that so one was incredible. nuts. That was nuts. Yeah. I think the anniversary, is it February was the anniversary? I got a feeling. I don't remember. Oh, I don't oh, remember. Oh, text Greg and check in because he's just such a good fucking guy. I'm just like, they're doing collabs with everybody. Um, they just, they just, yeah. And, uh, again, again, this is one, uh, like another one that collabed with five, uh, like with fine balance on their anniversary beers. This was triple pop. Um, that one that like the triple IPA and that one was, uh, Andrew's favorite, as he said. Oh yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, triple is not my fave, but you could tell that shit was a phenomenal beer. Like dangerously drinkable for 10%. Yeah, man. I just feel like everything they're doing from, and they they do a bit of a breadth as well, so they do have some other stuff. But I feel like their crispies, their haze, their stouts, and even the smoothies are just truly spectacular stuff. And then the experience of the brewery is so cool. Uh, it's cozy in the winter. It's bomb in the summer. They got a big patio. Um, it's always a vibe. The servers are so nice. I feel like we've seen the same people every time we go there, which means they're retaining a lot of staff, which is a good sign. Everybody seems always in a good mood. The food is just so impeccable, and like Greg said on the pod, uh, if, if you got to check that out, that you know the uh, people sometimes come there not even knowing that they're a brewery. They just come because they hear the food's good, and it is. It's phenomenal. The chicken sandwich, yeah. insane. Like every time I go there, it's just, it's just so fire. It's just so so good. Yeah, it's got to be my favorite discovery of the year, and um, and this is a 
first appearance. Yes, it is indeed their first appearance on the top ten. I can't see them going anywhere, bro. Like ever, it's almost like I was. I always look for an excuse to get to go down. I was like, ah, oh, they were dropping those stouts. I was like, yeah. if Duran doesn't get them, I'll just go down there and get it. And <laughs> Duran got it. So I remember. I remember. I remember that you and I were saying when we were chatting with Greg on the podcast earlier this year, we we're like, it's criminal that we've gone this long and not had them on the top 10 already. Abs. We said that on the pod. Oh yeah. So we, made well, it, like, it wasn't you, like, like question. you and I were texting, like you and I were texting to each other probably during the pod <laughs> say, like, saying like, how the fuck have we not had them on the top 10 yet? And like, like, like how have we been sleeping on this for so long? Isn't that, I think it's almost like a beautiful thing. If you look at it, like, isn't that so cool that there's some hidden gems in Ontario that is that good that yeah. it not only makes the top 10, but like I've been there like six times this year. Like, honestly, it's, it's like there's two things. Next time you're in the area, do we go to Toronto and go to True History or do we go an hour the other way and go to Counterpart? Because it's different oh, experiences, geez. but like, and how, uh, like, and how, how do you choose? choose? <laughs> My God. <laughs> it's like, well, you do one one time, one another time, but it's not like you're here all the time. You're only here a handful of times a year. So, like, you know, it's, yeah, I I can't express it enough. And the, the you know, there are a bunch of other breweries in the area, and I think there's some great stuff. It's just for my tastes, and obviously, I feel like I could comfortably speak for you as well. Like, there's nothing that's that's quite. Excuse me, I don't know what I'm hiccuping. I had like two beers. Um, I had like uh, there's nothing that ha- that quite touches it. In the in the region, yeah. particularly in, in Niagara Falls, keep in mind it's Niagara Falls. It's not Niagara on the Lake, like Oast and Exchange and all that. It's Niagara Falls. Like it's straight off the same street. Like when we went to um, uh, the OCB, the same street as the convention center. You just fucking keep going, and you end up a counterpart. Um, yeah. So it's like very easy to get. It's like five minutes from like Niagara Falls proper, like the main the main part of town, and it's so convenient. And I know even when we went there. I saw people before the Canada Beer Cup. I saw a bunch of people there. I didn't really talk to anyone, but I saw John Romano from Nickelbrook. He didn't know who I was at the time because we hadn't had the pod yet. But I saw people there just eating and drinking and, and chilling. I was like, of course, if that's where the conference is, that's where everyone's going to be at. So it was, uh, you know, such a huge fan. And the fact that Greg is such a champion and has been so cool and welcoming every single time we've been down there since makes it even even better. And I just want to like clear out your fridge. Give me fucking, give me two oh, of yeah. everything. One for me, one for Nate. Every time, I'm just like, let me just. It's the same thing. There's like, if you're in Quebec and you can get the catch, get me that shit. Don't ask me. And I feel like it's the same thing for you. If I'm a counterpart, you're just like, don't even ask. Just get it all. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Brilliant and well, well, well deserved. I also, I, I also got to say too, like props to Greg. I think of all of the interviews that we've done together, um, he is probably the one who has gone the hardest during, like during like any of our podcasts. Just uh, like you know, you and I, like you and I being all like, like being all careful with like, okay, so we're gonna have like like half of each of these ones, and Greg is like, oh really? You're only drinking half? I've done like, like I've been like bottoming my glass the entire time, and uh, like every single beer, and he's uh, like, and he's just going hard. <laughs> he was beast in it. He he really. Oh was. yeah. I don't know how the fuck. Oh man, I do. I I just remembered now. Actually, like now that I'm saying that, that was another one. And I forget which pills it was that we started with. I feel like it wasn't pure. No, it, wasn't. Uh, it, like, it, it, it must it have been something different. But it I, was the Kolsch. Yes, it was the Kolsch. Yes, the Kolsch. That's right. That oh was, my God! That like one that of the was best another Kulches. one. 
Oh, that, like, that, that was another one that like, as soon as I took a sip, I'm, uh, I'm like, oh my God, my mouth is so dry. I need to take another sip immediately. <laughs> like I downed that thing in like 10 minutes, man. It was so, so fucking good. good. Oh <sighs> God, that Kolsch. That's the I remember best, I, like, saved- I, think, I think that's, that's the best Kolsch I've had in years. I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. It was so fucking good. Yo, let's get Greg on the pod again, like in the next few months. Yeah. This is yeah, getting me fucking yeah, <laughs> amped for it. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm a texting right now. Greg, jump on. Where are you at? Here's the code. Um, it was just, it was very cool, man. And I'm very grateful for that this year. This has been, it's very cool. And it was, it's even cool to see that turnaround that we had him on in, in what, in March, February, March, whatever it was. And then, yeah. You know, that was it. And then the fact that I was able to get us both those beers, and you were able to get some of the stuff out your way too, fortunately. But we had to go down there so many times. And it was like every time we we're in Niagara for uh, wine, I was like, oh, we're going to fucking counterpart, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, it's it was an excuse. And Tiff was like, fine, all right, let's go. Uh, it, it was, <laughs> It's, I'm just, I'm such, such, such a huge, and every time we're there, Tiff's always like, he's such a big fan of you, he won't shut up about your beers. I was like, chill, fuck me. You're making me laugh. <laughs> Relax, man. You have to tell him this. Jesus. He's like, ah, yeah, yeah. He's I got, love the pod he's too. Got like a, he, he's, he, he's got a wall with your pictures on it and like a, a map with uh, like with red thread, like keeping track of your location. Wherever Greg's at. That's so sweet. <laughs> it's it's just off camera. <laughs> oh, thanks, Tiff, for embarrassing me. And with that, Nathaniel, the next podcast, the top pods. Next podcast. Very conveniently, just as the best new brewery was true history, the best, uh, one of our favorite pods of 2023 was The Milkman with episode 152 with the boys from True History. Like we said, dying on the pod. So fucking funny. We were on yeah. for like three and a half hours, I think. I think it was pushing four almost. It was like it was one of the longest ones of the year, if not the longest of the year for sure. I think you're right. And it was just beers were exquisite. Conversation was uh was gold. Um It was just like it was just one of those cases of like it was just a good hang and one yeah, of those man. conversations that you that like that you just never want to end. It was so much fun. Facts. Uh, Adam came down, so the we had connected briefly when they were contracting through my brother, who he told me that they met in line at the LCBO. Like it was, I thought my brother met them at some sort of like uh, beer event because my brother used to work for Lost Craft. He's always he's worked for a bunch of breweries, so I thought he met them proper. But he's oh yeah, I, don't know. I met this guy. They're doing this contract beer called True History and blah blah blah, and um. Yeah, he came down to Hamilton and we hung out at Duran for like two hours and had a coffee. We didn't even drink because it was, you know, one o'clock or something. And um, yeah, man, he was just such a G. And we just hung. And I was like, as soon as we met up, I was like, oh, this is going to be, this going to be a good time. This guy's fucking great. And, you know, obviously, like you said, the best way, that's what uh, I always hear the comedians describe it as, like just a good hang. It was just such a great hang. The four of us were just laughing the whole time. The beers were spectacular. Obviously, Nate and I are rock solid for all things crispy, particularly the the Mertzen and the the Fest beers and stuff. And, and, and that's what they delivered. And, like, such a big fan. Like you said, I'm moist to get down there to to actually get into that uh, Luca Tower. And But the pod was just so much fun. So if you're looking for, like, a real fun one, like we talked about some serious shit, but we just had some laughs, man. It was... 
Yeah. That's what we're here for, right? To talk about beer, but, you know, get lit and have some laughs. It was uh, definitely one of my favorites of the year, easily. If, um, like, if you're the kind that listens to the pod and kind of just feels like you're hanging with friends having a beer, like, that's th- this is the an episode epitome. for you. Yeah. Yeah. The epitome of that. It really, really, truly was. Um, definitely going to be an annual thing that we'll, we'll keep that going with the boys. And uh, I'm really excited yeah. to see them thrive. We want to keep. And- we want to keep track of what, uh, like, of how they're doing and what they're up to. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and just, I, I don't know. I feel like we we only met them for that, and I just, I feel like proud of them, even though we don't know them like that. I just feel like it's just so cool that, the, and and the fact I saw, like, I knew they mentioned that they were doing stuff with Godspeed and just you know having these events and stuff. I'm like. It's just so cool to have, like, you know, maybe a bit more of an OG. I mean, oh, bro, got to be calling OG from like 2017 or something, really isn't OG as such. But you know what I mean? Like, a really highly respected. But, like, but like for, the, for the pedigree that, uh, the, that Godspeed has, like, like that cosine means something. Exactly. And, and for them to be so young and receiving that, I, I think really means a lot. And I've spoken to numerous people who, who have been there or go there regularly and they, like, are emphatic about how good it is and i was like yeah all right bro i feel you and i I, you and me i feel like we're just converted in that pod uh if even if it wasn't personally with them for them just being good funny ass dudes and and just great at you know about what they're doing they're just you know good ass humans man so that was a really fun pod once again that's episode 152 152 called the milkman all righty Next one, Nate. Oh, gosh. There's so much good beer. I just feel like I, I have some, I'm going to finish all of this tonight. Oh, yeah. Mm. You, like, you're just going to be fucking ripped. But, like, shit. just, yeah, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, this one, very dear to my heart. Uh, a brewery that uh, was episode 26 of the original podcast back in 2016. Um, just wonderful human beings, some of the best in Ontario for a decade plus. This is uh, Sawdust City, ladies and gentlemen. Let me get that clear. And uh, this year was extra special for Sawdust. We had him on the pod. Um, I don't remember what episode it was, but we did a great pod with um, Jimbo, Brendan, and Sam. And uh, we also did get it in your version 2.0, five and a half years later from the original. And uh, this is my last can. This was canned in August. And the funny thing about this beer, keeps getting better, Nathaniel. That's, hey, the, the, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. I uh, well, I I sent a can out to uh, out to Guillaume from uh, from the catch, and he just got into it maybe like maybe two weeks ago, and he was telling me it was like it was ripping, which is hilarious because that should not be. <laughs> should yeah, not be it should case. not be. It's a four month old beer. <laughs> yeah, it was canned in August. And uh, it's just like, I guess, like the original, the way they hopped it, whatever they're doing, it's. Oh, my uh, camera battery died. Let me just change that out. Um, yeah, man, they really, they really nailed it. This one, you know, all Aussie hops. They put uh, Tiff and I on the cover, which was on the cover, on the uh, label, which was nice. And uh, we, we we kept it similar to the original. We just switched up a hop. Um, we switched out. I think it was uh, Ella for Gal- uh, for Eclipse because Ella 
don't know. I don't think it's the most fire assault. We want to, you know, give it a bit more. I think Ella has a little bit more, um, what do you call it? Like herbal kind of things. We didn't really want that vibe. That's kind so, of, uh, that's also kind of one that has uh, kind of been forgotten about. I don't think I remember the last time I heard about uh, Ella, Ella being used right? here. Yeah. It's definitely not uh, the most common thing in a well. Um, kind but, of uh, uh, fallen, fallen out of favor, perhaps? Yeah, I, I think it did. And I think there's a lot of, I, honestly, I think the Aussie hops have been eclipsed, uh, pun intended, from uh, by the new New, um, new Zealand hops. The, the freestyle mm. hops are just... If I'm really honest, you know, I want to be biased, but you can't, nobody can touch these New Zealand hops. Like nothing oh is coming. God. Not like it's too, like, especially, nothing is com- say it, especially, especially the freestyle right now. It's just, but what's the goat hop? You know what it is? Uh, the, oh, the goat hop is uh peacherine. That's fucking right. Peacherine is the best hop on the market right now. Close second, I would probably say is Nectaron. It's just, Incredible, and so obviously, we I, I, like, and I, I, I would say Moteca is like is in there, ne- like neck and neck for me. Like Moteca has had such a, re- a resurgence with uh, like with freestyle lately. Yes, Moteca is amazing. Um, yeah, man, it's just uh, New Zealand hops are killing it. But yeah, we want to really represent for Aussie hops. Like, look, they got some work to do overall, but there is some. There is some great ones uh, out there, but look, I mean, look, this that's this beer, but Sawdust, man, as you and I know, I mean, they're doing some really fun stuff. I mean, they've been, they're doing gateway stuff. They're doing, you know, like their, their Kolsch and like a, the Golden Beach, um, I think it's a Pale Ale. Um, yep. Obviously, Lone Pine, one of the best uh, West Coast IPAs, year-round IPAs oh in, in the province. It's disgusting. Yep. Um, and the like, and and like Norway. I'm, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say it again and again and again and again. Like, props for being one of the most accessible West Coast IPAs in the province, oh, and very, one of the, like, and, and one of the best to boot. Easily, it's just incredible. It's just such a phenomenal beer. Um, I, I can't say enough. And Sam is just such a G. Everybody loves Sam. You can't hate Sam. Everybody. Everybody and, in the scene loves Sam. And how does he say so? Stay so skinny. My God, he is the like, he must be the skinniest person I've ever seen in the beer industry. Easily, he's just you know, he's, he's such a funny cop. I love Sam. He's just himself, you know. And I feel like he's never been anything different. I've known him since 2016, and that's fuck. What's that? Like eight years? That is insane. Um. Yeah, man. It's just, I don't know. I just have like the biggest soft spot. Like I was drinking their beers long before uh, we met them. And just the fact he came down, it just meant a lot to me even back then. I think we must have said it on the pod. He came down from Gravenhurst to Bar Hop in Toronto and Peter Street. And, you know, we drank the beer and we filmed the pod there. And um, the fact that he just did that when he was hung over too, came down for it and stuff. I'm like, you didn't know us from shit. We had like, it was episode 26. We had nothing going on, man. Like, and the fact he came down for that, I just never forget it. And then, you know, who was our first can collab that we ever did and, you know, put our faces on the can and just, I don't know. He really just like held us down always. So I just have like yeah. such a soft spot for the whole team and seeing Jimbo still there and the same, a lot of the same people. And I don't know. It's just cool. It's such a warm, welcoming pub and the food is great. Um, the crispy, yeah, because they, they, because I mean, this wasn't always the case, but they've now got their own in-house food there, uh, like, and I've had, uh, I've had it there this year, and it's, it's excellent. 
It's so really, good. really good. Yeah, yeah man. Um, just impressed overall with everything that they do. Like, I just, I don't have a bad word to say about it. And to me, th- this is what was cool to me, I think, about Sawdust. They've been around for what, like, it, well, it's more than 10. It's probably 11, 12 years, something like that. Something like that, yep. Um, we mentioned the Beer Town pod earlier, you know, where they did the Lone Pine, Bone Tree, Bone Pine, Lone Tree. And the mm-hmm. fact that third, and that's not the only one they did. They did the um, Orchid of Change and the, I forget the name. Um, the, the, you know, third moon did the IPA and, uh, Sawdust did a Baltic Porter that to, yeah. to match it. And Sam gave me one of the Baltic Porters. And when we did this beer and I was so stoked to get it, even though it was like a year and a half after the other one, I still got to try it. And just how thoughtful that collab was between those two. And just the fact that they keep working third moon and one of the most hyped breweries in the province, if not the country and beyond. And the fact that they've done so much together, doesn't just shows like, I think it's so dope that Bebo and Chris are just so like, like you know, like like in awe of Sawdust, but also like that they have the chops. Like, don't fucking count them out, bro. Juicing was juicing is for. I had it on tap there when we did this in. Uh, I think we brewed it in July, and yeah, it was exceptional. Have it on mm-hmm. tap. It's just peach juice. It's fucking crazy, and that's like six year old recipe, or whatever. It came out in twenty sixteen. Yeah. Um, more also um and uh like and e- even just talking the collabs like i think bone pine might be one of my favorite hazies that i've had all year okay it, but I, like i don't remember it, i'm looking like and it was a little old when we had it but you had it fresh right i mean it, like it was old when like it was old when we had it on the uh, like on the beer town pod with jen but i like but i had it on tap at sawdust and like that is one dank IPA, and I love me a dank IPA. It was so fucking good. And that she really that was the sawdust side, right? That was the white can. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Like I really feel like they're just underrated with what they do with the haze. Everyday magic was so oh, fucking everyday good. magic. And then the binary system uh, series. Oh yes, binary system two. Man, I mean, like they, you they, can't. They, you can't dismiss them in the conversation. Like, like, like this is this is a top hits. Uh, like this is a top hits list right here. It's they're just incredible, and I feel like they kind of don't get the props because they're in Muskoka and because they do a lot of gateway stuff. Then perhaps they get fronted on for their maybe more hype stuff. But Jesus Lord in heaven, they do some exquisite stuff, and I just feel like they do really deserve the props for for what they're doing there, man. It's um, I think so too. It's just a one. I'm just we're both such huge fans, and they absolutely deserve the top 10 like there's no no question absolutely no question which is phenomenal so with that the next honorable mention sir uh yes and i'm even though it's my turn i'm gonna have you do this one because this is one that you uh like that you experienced directly which i didn't so i think we should change it up for uh, oh then you could do the pods okay i like that i like that oh that's cool because the next bottle shop probably makes sense for me too yeah. Um, okay, so this is our honorable mention for the best discovery of 2023, and that is Sparrow Brewing in Cambridge, Ontario. <laughs> so like I alluded to earlier, uh, I somewhat heard of Sparrow, and they've been around for a number of years, by the way, so this is definitely behind as fuck. And I was in Durand a few weeks ago, and uh, I was like, I saw Sparrow in there. I'd seen him in there before, and I kind of 
paid it no mind, whatever. And I was looking for some haze. I just wanted to stock up on haze. And I had all of the Badlands, and I think I'd had all of the Third Moon. So I'm like, which is my go-to to brewery. So I was like, okay, I need to expand my horizons a bit. I'm like, well, Chris, the owner of Duran, who curates the beer fridge, I'm like, well, I just trust him. He's not going to get anything that isn't fire. And they had Sparrow in there. So I bought one of the beers. They had two. No, they had three. They had a Vienna Lager. They had an IPA and like a Pale Ale. So I grabbed the IPA. And I had the IPA. I was like, what the fuck is this? It was so good. I was pissed. I was like, what is it? Same thing as Counterpart, man. I was like, yeah. what? If, if I drink something that's so good that isn't new and that nobody was talking about, I'm like, what the, f- what is happening? This is insane. So I posted about it and I got chatting with the, I guess it must be the owner uh, of Sparrow who uh, was running the social. And they were telling me that um, Matt from Bunkat was was working there now and i was like oh because i couldn't find the hops they don't put the hops on the beer on the can on the website or on um uh untapped so i couldn't find anything or maybe it even wasn't on, like even on instagram or instagram sorry instagram untapped or anywhere else so i could see someone told me afterwards that it was maybe they said it was on the the website and i, I didn't i didn't even think about checking that so they told me the hops i was like ah, okay cool thank you after i'd already posted the the review and um, that's when they told me about Matt. I was like, yo, okay. So I went back like the next day and bought the other two beers, the Vienna Lager and the other uh, Pale Ale. And um, super impressed. I haven't seen them in Durant. Like, I was there Durant today. I didn't. I hadn't seen them since because I would buy anything from Sparrow now. Absolutely. So I don't know what it is. Maybe they don't just distro like much. It's just here and there or something. But um, I was just super, super, super impressed. And obviously having Matt from Barncat as the brewer is a a very large uh, pull. And once again, Cambridge. So I just want to go down. I don't know how far Cambridge is from here, probably like 45 or something. But um, it makes me really, really want to get down. Yeah, Max, right? Okay. Because I think Kitchener was something like that. So yeah. yeah, I just want to check it out. I was just so impressed. The 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 branding was great, but like just the haze was just phenomenal. So they have a full tap room and everything, and I think they got food. So it seems like a place where you can go, have some have a meal, uh, have some beers, and, and just soak it up. So to me, that was um, the best discovery because it was random. I mean, aside from Counterpart, because I feel like Counterpart was like. I, They've both probably been around similar times, but Counterpart was earlier in the year. I guess Sparrow was later in the year, and Counterpart made the top 10, so I don't know if it really was really fair to give him two different awards, honorable mentions, you know. But, um, yeah, I feel like just Sparrow, I'm excited as fuck to see what they're doing next year because if Barncat only stopped in, like, July, August, that means mm-hmm. Matt hasn't been working there too long. So That's right. they're just scratching the surface with, with what they can do right now. So they're only going to get better. So I'm very, very excited personally to see what they're uh, going to get up to next year. Sorry, this year. We're in that sort mm-hmm. of phase where you say this year, next year. Um, yeah, yeah. In 2024, I'm very excited to see what they're going to do. So you have not tried them. Is that accurate? I have not. I have not tried them yet. Okay. Um, next time they do have stuff, I'll, I'll get stuff for both of us. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, man. Very, very, just it's just cool. It's cool to know. I mean, like you said earlier, when you're mentioning mentioning like sort of the the areas that are kind of popping, like Cambridge, you know, 
Cambridge got some shit going on, bro. Like, there's a lot yeah, of man. great stuff happening out there. So I'm excited. I feel like there's like we need like a weekend just in Cambridge, not even in other cities, like just Cambridge to check it all out, like Farm League and Wayne oh, yeah. and Oh yeah, Sparrow definitely. And, and there are and there are roastery too. Yo, I saw that. And obviously, you and I are fucking rock solid for coffee. So I mean, like, yeah, man. Let's go. Yeah, man. Which is perfect because you can go there, have your coffee, have some food, and then you can move straight into the beers. It's uh, the perfect situation. There you go. Love to see it. All right. Nathaniel. Next up. Next up. Ontario okay. Top 10 Breweries of 2023. This is the eighth brewery. Not number eight easy. as such, but the eighth brewery that we're mentioning. I have That's right. And- a drink. And in fact, oh my God, yeah, if we still got three more, <laughs> like, oof. okay, here we go. Um, so this one, uh, so this is last year's 2022 Brewery of the, uh, BAOS podcast, Brewery of the Year, Badlands Brewing Company. Goats. The goddamn legends. Legends. Badlands Troy Brewing Company. Is the best C word going as we say back home, but I and won't say the word. Best haze in the game. Like the, 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 there's no, the, there's no question it, the, like no one even comes close. And in the words of uh, like of third moons, Bebo, um, Troy is brewing the best haze in the world. The, 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 that, came, the, that came from Bebo's mouth back, uh, back in the days of uh, chinwag, uh, back in the days of the chinwag. Can I comment on that? This has been fucking me up all year. So I hadn't traveled since 2020. This year, 2023 was the first year I got to travel in a bit. And I did a decent amount of traveling. Obviously, all of it was the States. And uh, I'm not going to lie. Every single place I went, I pulled up, I grabbed a beer, and I'm like, Badlands is better. Every time and i had to get look at that beautiful owl i had to get over it or i couldn't enjoy anything that's how good (laughs) badlands are i just i don't think we can express enough how incredible they are at what they do for real and uh on a lot of uh on a lot of those trips uh, like, like you came back and uh, like and got me a bunch of stuff and <laughs> stuff like stuff from breweries that I like that I'd never had before and like major hype breweries like we're talking Trillium we're talking Treehouse um, and uh, like and a, a whole bunch of these that I'd never had like never had the chance to taste before and it was all good. But I feel like if I had had beer from these breweries maybe five years ago, I would have lost my absolute fucking mind. But now I was like, oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm I, I'm serious. I'm I'm serious. Like, like it was not blowing my mind the way I expected it to. And, and like, and it was things of like I have had stuff from Badlands that has blown my mind more than this. It's like, and I, like, I'm getting, like, I get Badlands regularly that blows my mind more than this does. Like, it's good. I'm enjoying it, but it is not making me lose my shit the way it would have five years ago because, like, we are getting stuff as good or better than that at home right now. 
And Badlands is like, and Badlands is one of those sources. Badlands is one of those ones that makes haze regularly. That makes me lose my shit. Like when I, like when I take a sip of it, I'm like, Oh fuck. Yes. Every time, every time. Yes. It's really hard to get past. Cause it's like a mental block. Like I'd had to, like, yes. All right. I'm here in wherever Miami and fucking North Carolina and like whatever. I'm like, all right, I need to just fucking just, it's okay. Soak it up, be in the moment. But I remember the first time in February last, basically a year ago was the first time I went across. I was in, look, I don't want to, I won't say where I was, but I went over the border here and went to a brewery. That's one of my favorites of all time. And I had to be in the very first sip. I remember saying to Tiff, I'm like, better better. <laughs> but I was like, I had to get past that or you can't enjoy the traveling and you kind of have to, it made me realize the traveling this year made me realize how good things had gotten since 2020 in Canada. Like yeah. just how good between Badlands and Third Moon and Willabold and Counterpart. And uh, there's probably a few others in there that I'm uh, briefly forgetting, but like the fine balance, like the, the haze, you know, even all my friends, like um, stuff like that. I'm like, we have it so good here, so good here. I just, I didn't really have anything that was bad. I mean, the closest was probably burial or resident culture in North Carolina, maybe. Mm -hmm. it, it's just, we're so even, lucky. And, even like uh, Fidens or what, uh, or whatnot? Okay, Fidens was probably, you're right. Fidens was probably the next best thing. And uh, next time, I, I was I, I think about it all the time. I always say to Tiff, it's like, all right, I just want to do a weekend. I want to go to Fidens one day and then go to Treehouse and then come back just for a weekend, like a Friday night and just spend the whole night there and stay in Albany and then go to Deerfield Treehouse and then go there because I went to two different ones. So I want to go to Deerfield, stay there and then come back and then see what's up. But Fidens was probably the best I had. Treehouse would be a sec close second, but Fidens would probably be the best as far as American stuff in 2023. They, I would like to see Fidens back to back with, uh, with Badlands, and yeah. see what that what the problem was when I was there. There just wasn't much available, so maybe I just picked a bad weekend or whatever. Um, I'd be very curious to see uh, what. Uh, what they what they would do side by side but either way they're just leading the game man and and it's like i still feel it's like they're still a bit of a i mean they sell out pretty quick like people know but like oh, yeah. i don't know at scale do people know how good badlands are like is it the same i feel like probably third moon has more hype than badlands uh, i would say so probably at scale, I mean, as far as volume of people talking about it, but yeah. Third Moon probably have slightly larger capacity. What about the same? I'm trying to picture the volume of the fermenters. If I was to guess, I would have said Badlands probably had more capacity just in terms of physical space, but have you I, been would, to Third I Moon? could be wrong. I've not, I, I, I mean, I have, but I haven't really like seen the, like, seen the entire the depth of the inside. Fuck, I'd I'd like to see. Either way, I mean they're all mates, so it's like whatever. It's not even really. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I mean, it, it, like, like it doesn't matter. Like, like no, what, it doesn't at what all. Are, like, what are we talking about even here? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 crazy. But look, the fact that we've been talking about that, we're just so fortunate, like in this province. And maybe that was some of the realization I had this year. And I feel like Quebec has some incredible um, haze as well. So absolutely, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll be talking about that next week when we do the Quebec top ten. <laughs> That's correct. 
and it's just been like just for that alone it's just been such a pleasure to be here between third moon and badlands and counterpart and even sawdust with their shit and like uh there's a bunch of other breweries there's some other that's going to come up but you know willowboard and town and fine balance like almost all of the breweries that we've had on tonight basically are all except for maybe uh tooth and nail all do exquisite god tier next level haze yep uh you know and badlands obviously dabble in uh um the crispies and they dropped a three pack of uh big imperial stouts the other week we met up just before um new year's and uh chris from duran picked it up for us um but you got some you know they got like a three pack of different um inky of the inky. Stouts with the little cute little glass which is dope. And, I'm glad, and i'm glad we got that because i haven't had any of the previous releases of inky this is going to be my first taste of it same i don't think i did either didn't they have one in a can of Inky, I don't think so. They have had some of their other Imperial Stouts in a can, but not. not uh, Inky, but but, I, I, but I'm pretty sure Inky has only ever been in bottles. Okay, so then maybe I missed out on it, and I was uh, wanting to. But it's been. I'm just going to double check here, see if I checked into anything. So they've had. Oh, they've had a bunch of them. Okay, there's like one, two, three, four. There's six different ones here on uh, Untapped, and we've got three of them. There's like a pink label, a green label. Uh, a yellow label with vanilla and almond 2023 oh i think we missed that that was in the can do we not have that well, it was in the can okay so that was in the can the vanilla and almond one which is the yellow and then all the rest oh that's okay that's sounding familiar right now i'd forgotten Isn't about this, that what happened why did we miss that what's wrong with us uh, because uh, because most uh, because generally speaking those don't get out for distro there you go. And the pink label, green label, that was probably before our time. Yeah. Oh, they did like, it looks like they did a three pack back in the day of pink, white, and green labels. Okay. Cause people are like posting all three. Either way, you know, they, they're doing that. They're, they're busting out the, um, the crispies as well. I mean, they're doing some really fantastic crispies. But like, I, but like really, um, you know, they advertise themselves as an IPA factory and, Truthfully, I don't think anyone in Ontario knows more about hops than Troy does. No, it's it, like, like, going back. It? Yes, like because like we last had Troy on for like for a dedicated Badlands episode of the pod on um, in 2022, um, like which is why we were talking about we're due to have him back. But like to hear him dig deep on hops, like like, like it's basically. Like, like, like you can make a- ASMR tapes of Troy talking about hops. <laughs> like, like that's uh, <laughs> that, that, that's like so good. that's gonna like that's gonna be a new BAOS release. Is uh, like is ASMR Troy talks hops? I'm I'm telling you right now. <laughs> look for it on look, look for it on Spotify 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, we're gonna we have to get your permission for that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've not discussed this with Troy yet, but uh, I, I, he's, he's probably going to tell me to fuck off. But <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll be down. <laughs> but anyway, get a few ideas. But anyway, in him but, like, all, all this to say, to hear Troy talk about hops is like is like nothing else I've ever heard. But like the guy knows his stuff, and yeah. uh, and like and you can tell that when uh, when you taste the product. Yeah, absolutely. It's just exquisite. Like if you haven't, once again, I guess it's kind of like with all these breweries. If you haven't tried them do an order 
ask your local store or get the fuck down there and, and try it. You know, the one you're drinking now, a dent, which is just a great, uh, a great beer. I mean, they're just all so good. Like there isn't anything. I'm just like, ah, oh, it's okay. I mean, everything. I'm like, no, truthfully, truthfully, no one does it better. I like, and like, I this is one of those cases that when it comes to haze, no one does it better. Yeah. It's just, it is what it is. And that was my first thought everywhere else. So once you just know that once you get into Badlands, it's going to be kind of tough. You're not going to be able to get any haze from an LCBO. You're not going to be able to go to your local brewery and get haze and be satisfied. You're going to be ordering that 12 or 24 pack every week. And you're going to be like, that's what I need. And you're going to go to the States and you're like, oh, fuck, I should have brought some Badlands with me. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> it's an addiction. It's basically the crack of beer. Yep, that's so, it. Sorry, Troy. But that's what it is. <laughs> and with that, Nathaniel, next top podcast of 2023. Next top podcast of 2023. Uh, this, uh, this was a special one, um, cause we branched out from the, uh, like from the typical format of interviewing breweries and we talked to a bottle shop owner for this one, um, going to Barry. This was episode 130 Barry. called, we, called, we strongly dislike loggers. Um, this was with the wheeled brew, um, with, uh, with Evan McDonald, the absolute champion, Such um, like, like one of like probably the most like the most creative and out there social media presences of any uh, bottle shop in Ontario for sure. Um, he's uh, he's just such a cool and funny dude, and like that was another really long pod. Uh, long pod that was uh, like that was over three hours for sure. Um, it was such an and- easy conversation. Oh yeah, a super easy conversation. Uh, like just such a friendly dude, and my goodness, did he show up? Uh, like he knew the assignment when, uh, <laughs> like for for the lineup that he curated for that one, it was wild. Um, in addition to the beers that he picked out and sent us for that, he also arranged um, a surprise delivery for us. Um, from an additional brewery, uh, like th- that he, uh, like he didn't have these on hand, but got in touch with the brewery and got them to hand deliver to C and I on the day of the podcast recording from Fogo rig. So we got to ha- like, so we got to, um, like enjoy their stuff on the podcast as well. Um, one of the beers that we had was also a Badlands wheeled brew collab, which was super dope. Um, that was like, that was that, like, that was a big, like Nelson hopped double IPA. It was so fucking good. Um, but, uh, um, yes, um, additional props, uh, what, uh, like what C was just showing off and what I had been, uh, like drinking out of earlier, Hayes house glassware, yes, uh, which is uh, got to be like, which has got to be the coolest glassware in Ontario. Um, everyone comments every we're... time we post it, both of us. Yes. Yes, it's so fucking cool. He commissioned a local glass blower to make the like this super creative um, and innovative glassware. And uh, like I was reading up on um, before we did the pod with him about how this came about, and he was 
noticing that like, you know, a lot of Americans have uh, like American craft beer folk um, have like this really, like really interesting glassware and take cool photography with it or whatnot. And had noticed that there's no one in Canada making glassware like that. So he like, so he decided to try to make that happen and he fucking did it. Um, and that's what Hayes House glassware is. It is so dope. Made like it made in Canada. Super creative, really interesting glassware. Like and the one that we've got, like we've um, like these are the ones that he sent us. That like this um, orb, like kind of vase glassware. Um, and this one that I like that I had bought previously. This wavy. IPA so glass cool. here. I need to get it's that. so fucking cool. And uh, like, and they take they, like it's super photogenic glassware. It's very hefty glassware, so it's nice and solid. You're not going to worry solid. about breaking this as you're washing it, kind of thing. Like some other kind of glassware I could mention. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm um, ter- I love this glass, but I've had four of them, and this is my last one. Yep, yep. I've uh, like I've broken at least as many of them. Yeah. Um, but yes, so. That like that episode was super fun. Um, one of the, definitely one of the best of the year. Evan is such a champion, and like the Wheeled Brew is definitely unlike any bottle shop in Ontario. And he like the 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 way in which he runs the like the social media for that place. It's super creative and super fun. It just makes you want to be there. Hell yeah! I, I'm excited. I remember we went up to to brew get it in you and on the way down it was just like a shit show like storm that day and i was like ah oh, i'd really love because you take this 400 so i was like ah oh, i'd love to pop past the wheel brew because i think we might have done the pod by then but we just uh weren't able to stop i really wanted to go and actually see it in person and check it out and it just seems like they're really doing some cool stuff man like and, and it's great and they you know they get all of the stuff plus he has the haze is it called haze fest yep the the event so he has his haze fast with his fun ass shit he's just doing lots of fun ridiculous stuff like truly yes. ridiculous stuff and like i support him man he's just like supporting breweries and in a particularly something in barry where i don't think there's anything like crazy happening it's an interesting location to be at doing all of that type of thing so really like you know if you're in muskoka and you need somewhere to go and get all this type of stuff you can swing down there uh if you're in kind of any nearby areas I, I don't know that area of the, the the province super well enough but i feel like it's not far from a lot of places uh to be able to go and grab all that so it was really servicing doing a great service for craft beer in the region you know and yep. going to get and like, them. go really making the absolute most of um like of what is now allowed with bottle shops in ontario yeah, absolutely. With the with the pool, like it's a full bar too, like a full bar. It is, yes. It's almost like primarily a bar, really. Yeah, arguably, but uh, yeah, super cool. Uh, and that is episode one hundred and thirty called "We Strongly Dislike Lagers," which fortunately is not true because we were sitting there ready to convince him to like lagers. He's like, "No, no, no, I'm just trolling." <laughs> yeah, it's a, that was just the tagline of Haze Fest as uh, like just for some funny shit. It's not uh, not actually uh, n- not actually hating on loggers. No, no, Evan's a know. good uh, like Evan's a good dude. And um, if you like, if you pop into the Wheel Brew, um, tell him Nate and C say hi. Please do. Maybe he'll get you a little kiss on the cheek. No, <laughs> Nathaniel, the ninth, Brewery. number nine. 
We're doing these one together. Yes, we are. Oh, I am getting to the point where I am struggling, and I have a full... I have two 8% beers. Oh, gosh, I don't know how I'm going to go tonight. Fuck, Nate. <laughs> uh, this brewery, I don't know whose turn it is to introduce it. I guess it's both of us. Uh, this is a brewery. Uh, well, I, well, well, I introduced the last one, so why don't you take this one primarily? Okay, okay. so this is a brewery. This is a brewery out of Toronto, and easily they are the most innovative brewery in the province, I would uh, argue. They do by far the most ridiculous shit. They have no fear when it comes to trying something different, uh, and that is the good lords. Well, let me get my uh, cursor ready. At Rorschach Brewery in Toronto. <laughs> and this particular beer that Nate and I are both crushing right now is called Naturalis Historia, a double IPA that uh, we did as a collab. When was that? October, November? Something like that? Yeah, it would have had to have been. I think it's November because I remember sending my brother down to take the photos and it was near his birthday. Yeah. And this is a West Coast IPA. Uh, this was the first ever real West Coast IPA that they had done. They'd done a Westie before, but it kind of just looked like haze, but we got them to do like a clear one. And uh, obviously, if you are watching on YouTube, you will see the label, and the label is influenced, obviously, by one of the goats uh, of Westies. Um, Pliny, you know, wasn't trying to be like a clone or anything like that, but just sort of inspired by that. Um type of uh you know style of beer like that real big piney dank resiny or uh, resinous uh west coast ipa something that uh nathaniel and i are both like passionate about as uh you know craft beer drinkers we love westies we feel like uh we felt like there was a bit of a gap in the market in ontario yeah for a beer like this and it was kind of cool f to have um you know we came up with the idea uh doing the pod with Rorschach and just seeing, you know, the fact that they are down for ridiculous things, but also um, they hadn't really done like a, a it was a bit of a challenge for them, I guess, to do like a, a West coast, a clear West coast IPA that was so dank and resinous and piney and grassy and all that stuff. Um, that was the, uh, oh, like someone like, reviewed it here. Okay, I see. Nice. Someone says, Rorschach and BUS come together to pay homage to the legendary Pliny, and it doesn't disappoint. Really nicely executed. The resinous sap-like character is distinct, along with a fresh pine, needle, forest floor, grapefruit rind, and sunflower seed. Wow. Dang. That's a cool review. Cheers. Who wrote that? There's this guy, Mitch. Uh, Mitch uh, T. MCT is his name on Untapped. Okay. For the amazing review, bro. I'm just going to cheers him there uh, on Untapped because I always check. But I hadn't Sunflower seen... Uh, that's a that's a tasting note I've never heard before. Yeah. Um, it's This is just like sunflower seed. It's fascinating, right? But yeah, man, this is like something really, really cool for us to, to do this with, um, to, with Rush acting you know, and Nate and I sort of like... Um, you know, worked with Matt and and no and uh, Nolan, the team there, to come up with the recipe and to fuck with all that shit, and it's beautiful. 
I'm super happy yeah. with it. But yeah, man, Rorschach killing it. I feel like they've been on, how often have they been on? So Badlands has been obviously every year. Rorschach last year, top 10 the year before. Yep, so they've been every year. It's just like, I don't know, we really love Maddie. He's such a great dude, but like, they just like, you know, Decadence, their Milk Stout series, 7% Milk Stout series is one of my favorite in the whole province. It's just, they just do some great stuff, man. They really, they really do. They really do. And I just feel like they deserve their props. Like, they're a little bit underrated still. Their haze is phenomenal. Oh, I would say, I would say very underrated. Very underrated, right? Crispies yeah. are great. Smoothies are phenomenal. Um, stouts are fucking fun. Like, malevolent, malevolence. They're uh, big, like, you know, big-ass stout. Uh, little, yeah, they're, they're, little they're, big, like, barrel, they're big barrel-aged ones. Yeah, they're so good, man. And some of them are like like 14% or some shit. Like they're really oh, yeah. hectic. Super tasty. Like I just really feel like they they kind of just doing their own thing quietly. Uh, you know, yeah. they got their own kitchen there now, so they're doing even like really innovative pizzas and food and stuff. Um yeah, cheers, brother. Get that in you. Mm. Hell yeah. I feel like this yeah, beer's been getting better over there. time. It's mm -hmm. definitely, I don't know if that's sunflower seed, but it's like so much orange. Uh, so much orange on this bad boy. Yeah. But Very yeah. much like a marm, uh, like, like it's, it's got a big marmalade vibe going on. Huge marmalade vibe. Because it, 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 it's got quite a bit of sweetness to it, but like the, the, but like the bitter orange feel like coming out combined with that really gives it a big marmalade vibe, which I think really works. Yeah. Agreed. Um, super great. And it's cool to be able to say like, you know, two of our, and this is not even biased, but like, you know, two of our collab beers, you know, made it into the top 10 this year. And it's not like being specifically biased. I don't think because Sawdust and Rorschach has been every year. We didn't do a collab. Uh, Sawdust, was it last year? No, they, they were a honorable mention last year and the year before. Yeah, I, I think this is. I, I think this is the first time Sawdust has been in the top ten. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. So you know, just just really cool. I mean, I feel like we just we chose well, did collabs with just exceptional last breweries this year. Yep. And um, yeah, man, Rorschach is just I mean, we're such big fans. I think we did the pod, the first pod with them in 2018. They must have been open in 2017 ish. And, um, you know, my brother's lived around a corner from them most of the time he's lived at his place and since they've been open and, uh, always sort of popped around my, you know, my mate Scott, who was our old co-host here, he, he lived around the corner from there for a while. So he used to always pop around and, and enjoy them and stuff. And, you know, they're just like a really cool neighborhood brewery, you know, that like maybe because they're neighborhood brewery, they don't get the props, but they, they can everything and they just do some really fun stuff and like i said the food like the pizzas are very creative pizzas specifically um are really creative it's actually making me hungry just thinking about it um, <laughs> yeah then I, I just i love it all i love everything they're doing man and they're just good cats just really good cats man um yeah and th this was this was sweet and i hope for them what i was hoping was like you know doing a beer like this with a brewery like rorschach who hadn't done one of the clear kind of piney Westies was that they have now a lane to do a series on whether it's with us or just themselves. They could just iterate on this and be like, yo, let's, you know, do a 6% version and, you know, and do something a would, little different. I would love to see more from them in this lane. 
Yeah, and I told them they could do, you know, usually when we do collabs, if you want to do iterations of it, we can do it together or you can still keep it as like a, you know, you can tweak it and still keep it as a collab, whatever you want to do. Um, so I should probably follow up with them just to see if they want to do some. I guess it's probably early still. But either way, you know, just makes me happy to see Ontarians have more access to West Coast IPAs because you and I want to see that more. And, uh, you know, there's only a couple really about, I think, you know, probably three, like India, yeah. uh, Nickelbrook, and uh, Sawdust at the LCBO regularly. Um, so aside from yeah, going to an individual brewery. Yeah, see, you they, they, you said earlier we're passionate about I, about Westies. I would say obsessed. <laughs> I feel like this nary a beer session goes by where either of us uh, rock a Westie. The fact that you did a Westie collab this year with Sankiem, I did one as well with uh, with Australia. I mean, it's not really the the pod for it. we're talking about Ontario, but you know, we're both doing Westie collabs, and this is another one we did to individual ones. This is one we did together with Rorschach. Um yep. So it's you know. We just want to see it happen in Quebec. Sankiem have that shit on lock. And there's a few other ones around for sure, but Sankiem are really, really, really dominating there. For here in Ontario, like no one is like taking over the Westie game. I had a great one from uh from Sankiem this year. Sankiem. Third moon. Uh yeah. over the summer. Um but otherwise, it's not like super common that people are really drawn no. in Westies like that. You know, I'd never seen Badlands do a Westie. Never seen nope. Counterpart do a Westie. Willabold. Has Willabold done one? They actually might do one. Yes, they have. Yes, they, they have. have. Um, good, in, good. In, in, fact, in fact, one of the ones that we did with Evan on the Wheel Brew episode was a triple Westie that they uh, <laughs> that Willabold did. What was that called again? Called, called Hooch. There we go. Appropriately so. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah. I remember that being hectic. Oh, I yeah, it was. Of for course. sure. Okay. <laughs> I remember that because I think we went there not long after and they did have that beer still. They did. So they did. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, man. Westies for the win. Rorschach is slaying. Keep it dominating. Love to see it. Yep. So, oh, is it my turn? Honorable mention? It is. Uh, let me check here. Yes, it is. The honorable mention. So, this is, I guess you've been listening for the last fucking two hours and you already know probably the answer to this one. So, we had uh, the best bottle shop. And uh, look, it's going to be somewhere that is local to you. I know there's probably three major ones in the province. And one of those three is the one local to me that I go to basically every week whether it's to get coffee or to get uh, beer. So I have to have to show love to Durand in Hamilton. Uh, every time I see Chris, I'm like, fuck, bro, we're going to have to get you on this year. And he's like, yes, 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 we have to do it. So you and I met out the front there uh, last week. I was a bit sick, so we didn't get to like sort of hang out properly because it would not be appropriate to do that to anybody. And um, I mean, that was your second time there? Um, third. I mean, I think I, I think it's actually my fourth time there. If, oh, shit. If, if something like that. I mean, I've been there. Uh, yeah, because I've been there at least once with you. And really, are you I, sure? Uh, the, yes, because we stopped there and grabbed a coffee before going to uh, like before going on the Willibald and uh, like and Kitchener Run. Oh, I do recall. Okay, okay, okay. Um. 
And I was there at least once by myself when you, when you were down in Florida. Okay. And then Chris came and saw, you know, I remember I was being pissed. I was like, oh man, you guys are hanging out. I get to be there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Chris was cheating on you while you uh, like, like while you were traveling. I'm gonna talk to you, Chris. And I feel like I had been there one more time since then, although I may be making that up. But in any case, I've been uh, I've been there a few times now. And despite the uh, like, and even aside from the times that I've been there, through you, Duran has been my primary source for Badlands and Third Moon for like the last year. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. The old uh, parents' mail that we were doing every time your folks come and visit, you're like, all right, pick it up, that's drop right. it off, boom, boom. It's all super easy. It's just like when – obviously, the coffee is is great, which is something that you and I are both passionate about. But ha- And I knew Durand. I went in like 2017 or 18. That's how I knew who they were. So when we decided to move there and I wanted to check it out, uh, we went down there. And I didn't know they had the bottle shop. So the bottle shop obviously was a new thing over the pandemic that was, the law was changed so that different businesses like cafes and restaurants and bars were able to to sell that. They went all the fuck in and they have a bar now at the back. Uh, they didn't have a bar when we moved here because it burnt. It has like some sort of fire on like New Year's Eve or something like before we moved. And um took them a year and a bit and almost two years actually to uh to, to rebuild due to insurance delays but now it's wide open killing it out there um and their fridge is just exquisite like chris goes to badlands third moon every single week to to pick up the fresh stuff gets deliveries from willibold um there's all my friends beer lab uh wood brothers godspeed dominion city true history town fine balance um i may be forgetting some but i think that's most of it just some of the best breweries in the province really it's very high like sparrow very highly curated and um blood brothers bellwood sometimes just everything you sort of want like he's really thoughtful about what he can get and yeah. it's just so great man like look you do pay a premium obviously at an independent bottle shop but you know if i was to order from say third moon or badlands like you are going to pay a premium you are uh, in shipping you're going to pay the shipping so then it's like okay well if i only want one can instead of four well yeah not- and uh, like like on top of the like on top of the premium for shipping, you're also needing to buy three or four of uh, like of each thing, which is not an insignificant consideration either. Absolutely. So for me and for maybe other consumers, I would be happy to pay one to two dollars premium to just get the one can, as opposed to having to buy four cans. Because I just personally don't want four cans for the most part, and I'm finding that's uh, something you and I have talked about a lot um on here and i'd love to talk about more this year as far as like whilst i understand the business need for the consumer need isn't always there for a four pack and you know when i go to the states for a day trip and all i can get is four pack for the most part like that drives me crazy because i'm going to get taxed if i'm going on a day trip i'm going to get taxed i only got a case i don't want six beers times four i'd like to have 24 different beers but you know I, I found that to be a big challenge, at least in Western New York, to be able to get anything that isn't a four pack. So you have to go to the bottle shops. You can't go to an individual brewery and get that. Like mm-hmm. they're all four packs. So, you yeah. know, something like that to me, that's worth paying the premium for. I don't mind at all. I agree. Every time I go, I usually come back with at least an eight pack, you know, two four packs. I did that today. Um, 
makes me super happy. It's it's just it's so cool to me. And the fact that he goes there fresh every week to the fact that last week he did a favor for us. We bought the inky three pack in the glass from Badlands, which they don't ship. So then Chris went there and picked up yours and mine and then dropped it there. Then we went and picked it up personally. And um it's cool as shit to me. I just yeah. I just think it's really cool and I want to support them aggressively. And mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 just so dope. The thing that I really appreciate about it, and it, and, like, and it's unfortunately something that I don't have here in Ottawa, which is why the way I get this is, is like is through you, is that it's an absolute guarantee, guarantee that every single week, every Badlands release is going to be at Durand. Every single Third Moon release is going to be at Durand. Yes. Like it's an absolute like it's an absolute guarantee, and that is hard to find. Correct. And it makes it sort of easy because you're like, hey, bro, here's my list. I'm like, no problem. And like, I'd say 97% of the time, I'm able to get you everything that's on there. Sometimes the only reason I don't get you things is because it hasn't arrived at the time that I go. Because every Thursday, those Badlands, I go at 2 p.m. and that Badlands is there and the third moon is there in the fridge, crispy cold, ready to go. Uh, Willow World ships, so they're not on point or always as, uh, you know on time for that week same as counter uh counterpart or the same as some of the other stuff but at the very least those two whether it's bottles or cans i'm able to grab them uh bad boys every single week so it's, right the convenience of that is spectacular and uh i feel like it's just like it's a service to excuse me ontario craft beer i just think it's really important for the breweries imagine being a brewery you know, and and being there now, I'm going to get tooth and nail in there, which is like for you, obviously, that's not 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 a large thing, but for me, that's like oh, sick, because it's more like yeah, you know, I, I, that's just great just to be able to pick up a couple cans. I know having Dominion in there now, I'm like boom, 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 I can get you know the Sun Split variants or some of their new stuff. I'm just able to just grab it, and it's, it's such a pleasure. It's very very cool, and I'm always, and he listens to me. If I encourage him to get something, he he might do it. He doesn't always do it, but I'm like, hey, Barry, you should fucking get these guys, you know. It's like, yeah, I remember you get a Godspeed. And he was like, yeah, I didn't get Godspeed. I got it for a while, and it wasn't really moving. I'm like, try that shit again. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. You know, he's got like, <laughs> short finger in there as well with some of the Hellas and all that stuff. So, you know, it's just really cool, and I'm grateful for that, having a, a local like that. So, um, you know, yeah, big, 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 big shouts to, to Duran. And another thing too on the bottle shop premium, it's like again one of those things of like I am happy to pay a premium per can in exchange for not having to buy a four pack or not having to pay for shipping. But like as an added bonus on that, like that like that premium is going into the pockets of a like of a local coffee shop. Correct. Like that. Like, 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 which is fantastic. You're supporting two businesses, and uh, like in that transaction, which like, which is just great. Correct. Like, there's like, there, there's nothing better than that there. So, like, I'm like, for like, first of all, I'm already happy to pay the premium, but it's even better that it's going to another local business and one that's as dope as Chris's. So it's like, it's perfect. Couldn't agree more. And we want to keep those so, uh, and, cafes going and bumping. And that's the case. And that's the case of. Whatever your local bottle shop is, whether like you know whether it's the Wheel Brew in Barry, uh, whether it's the corner store out here at Dominion City, whether uh, the like whether Cafe it's the Kitchener, 
the, the Princess Cafe in Kitchener, whether it's the Cheshire Cat, whether it's uh, like whether it's the, the uh, like the uh, OG Bottle Shop in Cambridge. Yep. Yeah, oh, Bote- yeah, like Bottega Volo. Yep. Mm. Uh, uh, like, the, like there's uh, so Beary, many. What's the code? Um, Bevy uh, Beer. Uh, Beriera Volo. Or, no. Oh, Bevy Beer. Yeah. Yeah. Or. Yeah, uh, th- like there's there's so many there, there's so many great Some ones great in Ontario ones. and uh, like whatever the premium ship. is is going to support another like it's going to support another local business and some of them even ship so exactly so keep supporting those bottle shops because you know maybe uh, I just feel like that convenience is worth supporting like it is. sometimes you want to order but sometimes you want to just fucking today I knew we had this pod tonight I needed a Willabold beer and I needed a there's another one that's going to be next and I needed uh, something different and I knew they had something different that I didn't have here. And I went and grabbed that today and I was like, ah, oh, but let me get the latest badlands. Let me get some third moon. Let me get some, some, a bunch of other stuff. And it, it was just, uh, it's just a pleasure. It truly is. And I'm very, very grateful being here in Ontario to have that, which reminds me of Quebec a bit as far as, you know, yeah. knowing that there's a bunch of depths that, uh, that sell that stuff. Um, so before we get, to our brewery of the year, which is number yeah. ten. Do you want to do the uh, the final top pod, and then maybe we'll? Yeah, I was. That? You read my mind. I was thinking the exact same thing, so Look that we us. can finish. So that we can finish Strong with the brewery of the year. That's right. All right. So hmm. our final top pod of twenty twenty three is episode one twenty one called High Grade. Uh, which, if you're familiar with the beer name, uh, you'll probably know already. That is Fairweather Brewing. Yes, it was the, uh, like was the guest on that episode. That was such a good um, pod, man. That was a great pod. They had no <clears throat> idea it was going to be that fun. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's true. Um, no, that no, that was that one was fantastic. Um, you know. We absolutely fucking love the Hamilton beer scene and uh, the, the, like, and Fairweather are one of our absolute faves in the province. Uh, they were, they were in our top 10 for 2022. In fact, they were, um, it was a big one and, last year. Cause I went there a bunch too, and you were getting a bunch of stuff from them that we were like amped on this. I shit. was not to say that I was, this year they weren't I, killing it. No, 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 absolutely not. Um, mm-hmm. Like Cali King is, Still, one of my favorite West Coast IPAs. Uh, the, the, like, it, like it's on a short list for me. Um, it's one that I. Like, it's one that I wish they made more often uh, because of how fucking good it is. Agreed. Um, like, I feel like one of the, the, you like, got in a four pack. Didn't you just like bro? Get me a fucking four. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just like <laughs> just get me like get me four of them immediately. Making a case. Yes, uh, that was in fact when uh, like one of the times in the past couple of years that Noah came to visit me, I gave him a can of it, and then when I posted on Instagram that like this was my last can of Cali King, I was like, and I gave my last can away to Noah, and I fucking hate him now. <laughs> God damn it, Noah! You own Nate some fire West Coasts. Hook him up. To be fair, to be fair, he also loved it. So, uh, good, so good. It, uh, at least it went to a good cause. There you um, go. But anyway, That's all that matters. Um, we we fucking love Fairweather, and uh, like, and it was so good to finally ha- like, like to finally have them on, and it was a yeah. really really good episode. And uh, in uh, like very much in particular, the uh, like the trailer for it. Um, like, I mean, I strongly encourage you to listen to the whole episode because it's a great episode. But the uh, like the trailer has. Um, a, like a great clip from it in which Rom um, 
says something that I wish I could replay to a bu- like to a bunch of assholes in the beer scene about <laughs> how uh, uh, the, 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 his response to the criticism that IPAs are easy to make. Um, like, so he goes on, like, IPAs are absolutely not easy to make. And, uh, like, and kind of the, 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 like a lot of work goes into making a very good IPA, uh, and like, and making a good IPA is not fucking easy. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to recreate it on the fly here, but I would encourage you to, at the very least, go listen to the trailer and even more so go listen to the whole episode because, um, they're fucking champions. Uh, Ram and Brent are both uh, like are both top dudes, and uh, it was sure. a really good episode. Yeah, man, definitely a fave. Uh, Got to have him on this year again. And personally, it makes me really happy to be able to represent for for Hamilton. I know we had uh, Clifford on uh, like very very recently, like a month ago. Um, yeah. You know, having all that was a great the, episode. Yeah, we need to get uh, Grain and Grip back on. Um, we haven't had there's a bunch you know we have like we're gonna get Merritt on we haven't uh, had Sean and Ed on um yep we're gonna get Mark from Barrowheart on um so there's a bunch of stuff to, to do out here but yeah man that was that was such a great one and they were just super cool super honest it was super refreshing they were just like super like the honesty of them just being like who they are I thought that was just really really cool like there was no pretense no bullshit just fucking letting it rip they were funny they were funny as fuck I didn't oh yeah know oh yeah meant to be so funny like they were hilarious that was a really enjoyable one how much has got a great scene so um it was a good fucking year man like, like, honestly, like there were a lot of good podcasts this year do you rec- is it is it uh bias because recency bias to say that it may be the best year for pods yet well, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, this is uh, the, like this is the first year that I've kind of been on as like a full time co host. So, uh, like, I mean, I don't, I like, like, I mean, I don't want to say that that's made it the best year ever. But. <laughs> I'm not saying, but I'm just saying, like, you know, facts are facts, bro. I'm not trying to argue with it. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I feel like we just had a lot of exceptional ones, and we did have a bit more gaps than usual because I was in Florida for a while, and I only did like two. You and I obviously didn't do any pods in that time. Um, I think I did like two. I think we did Harmons and we did Crowns and Hops in that time. And then <clears throat> summer we did pretty good. I think we took a, didn't we take a bit of a, oh, cause I did the new England break, but that didn't fuck it up too much. We, like we, took like, another break. we took a bit of a break, but we all, but we also did like front load quite a bit before you went, uh, like before you went on that trip, the break, like okay. the break in pod releases was pretty short. Okay, that's not too bad then. Yeah, like um, because we had uh, because we had a good like four to six week stretch of doing one or two each week. So we got like so we got to kind of like uh, like so we got to have a good backlog that could flow through even while you were on vacation. Yeah, well, it wasn't really vacation; it was just working. Okay, well, it, it wasn't yeah. cold. Vacation, vac- vacation wasn't the right word, but what, yeah. like when you were traveling, when you were yeah. traveling, snowboarding. Trying to be like the Quebecs, you know. Um, yeah, no, it was just really cool, man. I just feel like we just had some really like looking back and talking about all this. I feel like we had a lot of impactful conversations, even if the impact was on us primarily. And uh, you know, hopefully, a lot of people got to hear it and watch it, and 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 you know, just learn learn about some some fantastic breweries. Yeah, you know what? Really, like we got to chat with like with some really good people in the scene, just like some really 
good, genuine conversation and, um, you know, some really solid folk running really good small businesses and like doing good shit in, uh, like in a struggling industry. Yeah. No, you're right. That's, that's exactly what it was. It was, uh, it's rough times. 2023 as a fiscal year was not the easiest for Canadians, for Americans, for, for, for the world, for the most part. And, uh, you know, breweries were doing it hard, but, um, doesn't mean there were, there isn't a lot of uh, businesses out there doing some cool, cool stuff, being creative, supporting their own community, which is really what we want to see. Um, just delivering some world-class shit. Like we said, one thing that I realized, I'd say my biggest realization in 2023 was how good we have it at home. And whether it was yeah. like you go somewhere like, oh yeah, Badlands is better if you have in Haze. But like, there's so much good stuff here that like, it's like during the pandemic, like say you and me were both always pretty big travelers. We'd always be going somewhere and like you'd bring me stuff from Maine and I'd bring you stuff from going. We'd, we'd always like do that pre-2020. And then obviously over those few years, we didn't really travel much. And for me getting back on the road in 2023, it was like, this is sick. Yeah. For the, for the, for the exploration side of it. Love the exploration side. But it made mm. me realize just how good we have it at home. That was yep. my biggest realization in every category, whether it's crispies, haze, farmhouse, stouts, smoothies, regular sours, wh- whatever style you, you name it. We have world-class shit here in Canada, here in Ontario, here in Quebec, wherever you want to say, like, you know, it's fucking great. It's a great time to be into craft beer in, in, in Canada. And uh, there's no shortage of, of phenomenal stuff that, uh, you know, if you're not able to travel or if you don't want to travel, fuck it. You don't need to, bro. Order. Things are Make good at home. Order. Things are good at home. And with that, Nathaniel, yes. are we up to it's our time. Wait, I got a uh I got I got a sound effect for that. Okay. Are you ready for it? Yes, and 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 we don't know what beer we each have here. No. Uh we both are obviously drinking the brew. Last one we knew we had the same uh beer from Rorschach. But right now we are ready to announce not only the tenth brewery in the Ontario top ten breweries of twenty twenty three, but our personal brewery of the year. For 2023. I want you to do that. From Toronto, Ontario, Godspeed Brewery. Let's go. That's the one. Do we have the same beer? No, we don't. No, we don't. Well, what's that? No, Sumi, I've had that before. uh, Yes, so, so I have got Sumi, the... 8.5% 8.5% Imperial Coffee Stout with Chai Tea. Oh, that one's great. I recognize the can. Yeah. Uh, I have literally the opposite. I have uh, Merudo, a 3.4% uh, <laughs> English Dark Mild Ale. <laughs> there Complete you go. opposite. Um, Godspeed, guys. Like Godspeed have been on the, on the list, I think, all three... 
They definitely yeah, they were. have. Or three years, they, yeah. I was about to say, I, I gasped that they might not have been in 2021. We would have, like, you know what? It, it, it would have been a case of if they hadn't been, we should just end this podcast now yeah. and just, like, fucking just leave like, and never do this again. It's <laughs> like, just don't listen to anything that, that Nate or I ever say. But yeah. Godspeed, so we were talking about this, and this was, like, trust when I say that this wasn't, like, a simple decision. Um... No, oh, I haven't others. had this. Oh, nice. I was excited to have something different. Nice. So Godspeed had been around since, I think, 2017. And they make some of the most exquisite beers I have personally ever had in my entire life. Uh, Luke Bim, who's known as Bim, is, is just a, a genius, for lack of a better word. You know, what, what he's been able to do in 2023, even things like having that pitch line barrel, um, you know, custom made and sent over from uh, Pilsner Raquel, and like that's that's just we were, like, we were talking about this offline. Like that's something that no one in North America has done before. No, it's just like it's like, just like that's that's unheard of. That's unheard of. And like, yeah, I mean, like the the. The quality, I mean, if I could go anywhere in Toronto, I would always go to Godspeed. Fun fact, we had friends in from San Francisco. I had a plan. We had five different breweries on the plan. We took them to one brewery in a day. We went to Godspeed. <laughs> we, Luke happened to be there, and it was the day before he left to go to Japan because he's basically splitting his time between Toronto and Japan at, at this point. And Luke... um was there and he was there with some friends and he came over to our table and like made us look super cool in front of our friends and like hooked the table up with beer and like he's just such a fucking g man i just i, I have so much respect for luke he's just like always showed love every time i've seen him um like i went to buy a, a whole bunch of beer and he i didn't even he just saw me walk to the retail store I was ordering a bunch of stuff with the uh, the employee there, and then he came over and was like, "All right, what's he got?" Boom, boom, and then just filled up the case for me, and then charged me when I was more than happy to fill, you know, to, to pay the the full retail price. Um, yeah, because of course. I love everything that they do. I'm like, I don't know. I just not only do I, you know, I fuck with Bim, but like the the brand is so dope. They've been through a bunch of changes, and I know they've had it sort of like it's not the easiest time in the world uh, going through through COVID and the pandemic. And uh, he was explaining that they had their Japanese chef, and then he left, and they tried to get someone to replace him and couldn't do that. And then they ended up uh, partnering with uh, Verse to have, which, which probably, as much as I love the Japanese food that they had, it probably makes more sense for them to partner with someone like Verse to have... Um, you know, the German style sausages and, and uh, duck fat fries and all that, you know, really fantastic stuff. And, yeah, yeah. you know, have like four Luca taps on. I think when one of the times I was there, they had some stuff from Quebec in from like Ildegard and shit, like their land beer or um, something like that. And it's just the attention to, he was like, yo, it's the first time when he's going to Japan. He's like, yeah, I got like two brewers. And they're great, and they really listen to everything I'm saying. But he's like, "Yo, come by if you if you taste anything and you feel it's not up to scratch, like, let me know." Like he was, he's just so like serious about his 
uh, his product. I, I can't say enough. Like all of us are such big, big fans of everything. And I just, I think Luke is just a wonderful human and what he's doing, he's just so passionate about. That's why we were saying earlier about true history, you know, doing the, the events with them. They must be fucking honored to be doing this with, uh, with God's. Well, we, well, we, we know they are like, the, yeah. they said as much when we were talking to them, they, like, did, like, right. they, by the way, cheers. they know. They, oh Yes. We barely cheesed all night because we've been drinking Cheers. on and off. <laughs> Get that up, yeah. No, it's true. Mm. It's just, yeah, man. Like it was, it was very clear when we were talking to Adam and Matt that like it's not lost on them what that cosign means. Yeah, it's uh, you know anybody. Uh, anybody fucking with with them right now with the, they know what's up man like i feel like they were ahead of the time when they started i've uh, talked about this before you know the week they launched i bought two of i came by in 2018 or 17 whatever it was and, and bought two of everything and i was like oh okay i was expecting haze that was what i was on at the time and they weren't doing that and they've never had they've never followed any trends they've always just done their thing and just made exceptionally high quality beer the whole time yeah. And that's it. I never wavered from that. And you got to respect it, man. They're just top tier, um, exceptional. And, and just, and to come back to this again with like the, the Budvar colla uh, collabs and the, the, like the pitch line barrels and whatnot. Yeah. The, the like, that is something oh, so truly original and, um, well, 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 they've done both. The um, oh, the buh. I'm sorry, yes. you are right. So there was yeah. that, and the pitch line was a Sklepnik. So the pitch line wasn't a collab, but it was a barrel that was custom made by Pilsner Raquel that was sent out. Yes, that they yes. put their sorry, Pilsner Raquel I'm, tribute into. Sorry, I'm I, I, I'm mixing the two up. Yeah, but, we but have yes, six I, beers I, like, I was, in. Don't you but, dare yeah, apologize. I was talking, <laughs> but yes, I was talking about Bud. The like, because like, look how fucking wild this is. Like, like, like they've done like, like all of the kind of um, like, like the OG of OG, like, like of OGs in Czech brewing. Like, like with Don't both get no with Pilsner Raquel and like and Budvar, they've done collaborate like collaboration projects with both of them. For fuck's sake. Uh, so like the pitch line, like the pitch line barrel Sklepnik and the like, and the book collab with, um, like with Budvar, like that's fucking bananas. Insane. Insane. Nobody else is doing anything like that. Nobody else had dedicated no. them. I would say they were the first that I saw in Canada, if not the world to go like balls to the wall with check brewing practices like yes dead excuse me dedicated to that um deco um triple decoction like floor malted pills in the mold like the whole works as far as making it as on point as possible uh in their own way uh, i've had other people tell me they think their stuff is maybe a little bitter or whatever but i'm like that's the way that they do it and i just feel like yes. they've been authentic to themselves they got the Luca paws. They had that Japanese cuisine that I love so much, the karage chicken and all that type of stuff. And then they changed it for mm. the verse, which works just as well, if not better. Um, the brew pub is just such a vibe. I love it so much. 
the you know I love that the short can they got affordable short cans. A big I'm a big shorty fan. Um, I'm a Godspeed fanboy, bro. Like if I could go any brewery in Toronto, typically I still got to go to True History, like we were saying. But like prior to that, like I would just go to Godspeed every time, no question. Fun fact: our friends from San Francisco, um, uh, the hus- so there's a, a couple. The husband, so we, we knew the wife. She was like actually one of our clients and then she became our friend and then we got to hang out and we went to you know, beers in San Francisco and then they came out here over the summer. So we took them there and then they had, Godspeed had their Peche, Mon- I, they went to Montreal, the couple, and we told them to go to Judiciel and I don't think they did. Oh no, they did, but they didn't have Peche. And I was like, oh, you fucked up. And when we were at godspeed we all got the peche mortel and they lost their fucking minds oh, about yeah. so of i'm gonna do i'm gonna do because now it's available in cans at the lcbr i'm gonna get a bunch of cans and yeah. ship it out ship it out to them as a little present and be like hey happy birthday fucking get some they're gonna lose their shit but just how much they lost their minds to the point where it was like we can't leave here like we had a whole plan to go to rorschach and then bellwoods and then somewhere and somewhere and I was just like, ah, we're all vibing. We're eating. Let's just yeah. get the food and then let's stay here and just keep drinking. Then Luke came up. Oh, Luke. What and it was like, none of us wanted to leave. And I just like, I just really felt like, ah, oh. says a lot about a place. You feel like we had plans and that place was so dope that none of us, like my brother came as well. So it was like five, six of us. Nobody wanted to leave. We kind of like, yeah. uh, you know, said, said it all about, uh, uh, you know, what Godspeed really truly offers. I'm just such, I just think that there's such an important institution of not only Toronto craft beer, but Ontario craft beer and kind of what you were saying before, maybe even larger again, like, you know, Canadian craft beer in general. It's just. Oh, I, it, I think there's no question. No. Like no one, no one attempts the things that they do. And I think no one could even approach the things that they do. It's yeah. there. They are in a league of their own. Well, in, uh, like, like in Ontario, in Canada, in North America, like the, they are a top tier brewery. No one could argue. It's, it's not even a, uh, it's not even a thing. There's not, there's not a, not a conversation about something like this, man. It's, um, they're just so great and for us we were like well when you usually go for something like a brewery of the year it's very easy to give maybe more of like a hype brewery that designation and we were both just like oh like this kind of made sense we didn't really have to once once this godspeed was put into this conversation because we weren't sure what to do we were both just like it was yeah. It was very easy once we st- like once we kind of started down that path. I'm like, no, you know what? This is like this is an this easy is choice. One. It makes sense. It, it made sense, and I feel like they deserve it. They probably deserved it from time, um, but I mean, maybe that's part of what it is. They make understated, uh, high quality, exquisite beers, and sometimes those beers aren't in your face and those things that aren't in your face maybe don't always get the recognition that they deserve and then over time like that level of quality and persistence and and like consistency is like valuable and you're like oh 
shit, these guys are fucking yep. just killing it. I mean, both of us knew that they were killing it, but it was like this year, 2023, we were both like, I right, man, like this, this is, is it. Like, this is it. And and I just feel like it's really well deserved. And we you know, we've been trying to figure it out with Luke to 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 jump back on the pod again. And he's a very busy guy and he's traveling a lot, which which makes it a little complicated. So we're we're gonna try and figure it out. But um hopefully we'll be able to make it happen. Yeah, hopefully we're able to do it because it's been since twenty eighteen. Scott and I had him on in, in twenty eighteen. So uh, you know, hopefully we can we can jump back on because I imagine a lot has changed in damn near six years. So yeah. um yeah, man, Godspeed, uh, uh well deserved as the uh the brewery of the year for sure. Um for this. How's that beer, by the way? It's it's great, eh? The the dark um, oh, the stout. It's fantastic. Yeah. And and this one is probably about like a year and a half, maybe even two years old at this point. Yeah, um, it's great. It's great. Mm. Um like 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 the stout is exceptional. I I mean I if I had been tasting this blind, never would have guessed it was 8.5%. This could easily have been a 5% stout, and my camera batteries died. I'm going to have to uh, change that before we, uh, uh, before we wrap up, but just as I'm talking. Pause it, and we um, can do it, or you want to keep talking? Because we can pause for a second. You know what? If you like, like, Why don't you pause it? It would be good to have a pee break before we wrap up. I'm down for that. Let's pause, and by the time we come back, you guys won't even notice. And our bladders are empty. There so empty. So, Nathaniel, what a year for Ontario Craft Beer. Oh, my God, what a year. It's, uh, I mean, uh, like, 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 over, uh, like, overall, it's been a fucking rough year in Ontario, in Ontario Craft Year. Like, like, That's like a we, great fucking point. Uh, <laughs> like, 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 we can't fucking mince words about that. It's been a fucking rough year, and, yeah. uh, and there's, undoubtedly more rough times ahead but but the point tonight is to celebrate the good in ontario yes. like in ontario beer and um ontario makes some fucking outstanding beer it truly truly does it's never ceases to amaze me how how good ontario craft beer is uh you know we're, we're so fortunate that we're in a place that uh hey buddy that that makes such great products um constantly consistently in every hang on try and pick him up come on buddy come on buddy come on buddy. go boy go boy there you go that makes such good products uh year round um in every category I'm very, I feel very, I know you've been in Ontario for a while, but I personally feel like really blessed to, to be here and to be able to experience what's, what we have here. And I don't feel any form of like FOMO or lack or, or any of those things, um, being here. Once again, like I was saying, this is my first full year as an Ontario resident for a long time. And like I said, I kept mad, uh, tabs on it beforehand. But God damn it, I just feel like it's it's just getting even better, and it's at a level where I didn't even think it could achieve. Um, I've had yeah. some farmhouse beers this year that rivals almost anything I've got elsewhere. You know, smoothie sours, pastry stouts, barrel aged stouts, crispies, every single form of crispies you can think of, every single form of haze you can think of, English beers, Belgian beers, fucking you name it. 
I really truly feel like I've experienced here in Ontario. And whilst this is once again our top ten, Nathan and I, this is our top ten that we had to mutually agree on after a list that was a lot bigger than this. Um, and to try and think of the the breweries that maybe impressed the most for the year, and you know, there's going to be a bunch of others that people are going to mention that we didn't. Once again, just just to remind folks, you know, that maybe we didn't get to try it or whatever. But goddamn it, you know, this year in 2024, hopefully we we get to dabble in, in some more of that stuff. Um, you can only do so much; otherwise, you're going to literally be drinking every minute of every day, and that's not plausible. So, you know, I feel like we, we did the best with what we had, and I really feel like this is a super phenomenal list of, of breweries, plus honorable mentions, plus phenomenal podcasts. I just think o- overall, I almost feel biased because I feel like 2023 was one of the best years of my life, if not the best year of my life, personally. And I just feel like it's some of the best years of beer I've experienced in, in, in quite some time. Maybe it was because of the travel and the context and contrast between it all but i just grateful for for it all man i think we're very fortunate right now great time to be into beer. Well, that's good that's good to hear man i'm I, like i'm i'm glad to hear that it was such a good year for you it's definitely like you know personally but like you know i guess that's outside of the context of all of this but yeah just just for the beer and just discovery and just there was so much stuff maybe for me it felt a bit more like a rediscovery because i was able to go to so many places and and, you know even through some stuff you know we had a bunch of closures unfortunately that uh you know i guess Mm -hmm. out of scope of what we're talking about tonight and 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 some that were really heartbreaking uh, many that were very heartbreaking absolutely and you know we we discussed one of those earlier and um you know that aside though like i just feel like the future is looking very bright for Mm. ontario craft beer there you know even if you look as far as the ocb working on the tax issue which is extremely unfair here like the amount that ontario craft breweries are paying is so much more than uh than you know breweries from other provinces it's he wants to get down okay buddy come on i'm fun man um you know it's it's not uh it's not fair but death you know pushing through making it work thriving through the fuckery and you know ontario craft breweries should be really proud of what they've achieved this yeah. year man um i i think a lot of uh a lot of you know beer fans like us are uh well aware of this as well that that we have it really so you know really great here a lot of people don't travel that much and i feel like the people who travel will probably know just how great we we do have it and the travel is fun and the exploration is fun but you know it does give you that sort of like context of like oh man like what don't we have here yeah i I, I don't feel like we're missing shit so you know beautiful place to be for beer wonderful people you know some 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 brilliant businesses some fantastic business people that are just you know, some are expanding, some are shrinking, some are changing the way they approach stuff, but no shortage of, of just fantastic products for, for us to enjoy. And uh, I don't know, I'm excited for this year. Once again, it's only January 4th, so basically nothing's happened. <laughs> and um, I'm excited to see what happens, dude. I'm excited. Like, Yeah, same. I, I hope for the best. Obviously, there's a lot of potential doom and gloom type of shit. 
uh, whilst the world is in this maybe bit of a downturn, which is historically a thing that happens uh, regularly. Um, we haven't seen such a downturn in craft beer, I believe, in either of our time involved in beer. No. So a little bit unprecedented, but uh, at the same time, um, I don't know. I just feel like this, this cautiously optimistic about it all. And if this is a quality of what we're getting through the rough times and fuck bro, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be okay. And as long as people keep supporting and you know, keep investing in these uh, businesses and these small businesses that are hubs of communities that bring people together, that keep the community together, I feel like we'll be in, we'll be in a great place. So uh, I'm looking forward to a year's time when we look back at uh, 2024 and, See how this goes, my man. Yep. And uh, just a like a small reminder to not take your favorite breweries for granted. Do continue to support them. Fucking and, yes. Uh, your, like, you know, your favorite breweries, your favorite bottle shops, all of, uh, you know, all of those, like all of those businesses that keep, uh, like that really keep the industry going. Don't take them for granted. Spend your money there. It means Could a lot to them. It, it really does, and you know, if you're a, if you're able to go and invest in a local business instead of spend, yo, and that goes for restaurants, that goes for supermarkets. Like we've been trying now to not go to a supermarket, and trying to go to a smaller butcher and go to a smaller grocer to get our vegetables and fruits and all that type of thing, and just really put the money in the places that support the community and that are run by the community, and same thing with beer. If whether it's a store, yep. whether it's a brewery itself, whatever it might be, go to them first because they get most of the money. If you're going to drink out, go to the brewery, man, or go to yeah. a bar, go to your favorite beer bar that you know buys directly from that brewery that, you know, they're going to, that money's going directly to the people in the community that's going to be reinvested in the community because that is where they live and that's where they're going to mm -hmm. spend their money. It's never been more important. It's like the pan, you know, we're globalized, but it's like the, the last few years have showed us how important localized is. And the global thing is cool, but if you're able to, to, to keep that going locally, I, I think the, the ultimate, um, long-term outcome is much more significant than anything else in any convenience or anything else that maybe you could achieve from it all. So, you know, particularly goes extra hard in, in breweries, like you said, bottle shops, whatever it might be, local bars, just support them, bro. Yeah. If that's what, if this is what you're into, imagine if you're watching or listening, you're probably fucking into beer. So, you know, indeed, ultimately like, do the best you can because shit is obviously hard on consumers as well. And, uh, <laughs> and it's, it's not easy out there for anyone right now, but, no. uh, you know, we all, uh, we all just got to keep trying to help each other. Could not agree more. And that's, uh, it's a great message to wrap up on. So, uh, bro, this was, this was amazing. Once again, congrats to all the breweries top 10 of once again, BOS, Nate and I, our favorite breweries of 2023. Um, you know, everyone that made it were phenomenal. There's a bunch of other phenomenal ones, once again, that, that didn't. I really want to just reiterate because I feel like that's always like the sticking point was always like who didn't make it all, you know. People always have something to say there. Just, you know, our opinion from what we tried. And I'm excited. We're both excited for, for what's to come in 2023, what we're going to be exposed to and, uh, you know, what's uh, what's going to happen. So 
Nathaniel, where can everyone find you online, sir? Uh, you can find me online everywhere at Nathan Does Beer on all the social platforms and right here at BAOS Podcast. You're goddamn right. Um, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, and hit that notification bell. Ding, motherfucker. So you know when the new drops, follow us everywhere at BOS Podcast and check out the long form audio so you can hear Nathaniel and I talk about craft beer every goddamn week. Uh, give us that five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It means a lot. Really, really, really helps. Um, guys, we'll see you in the next episode. But before we do that, Nate, we need to take a screenshot. I forgot. Yeah, we do. Uh, we're going to get a different thumbnail, obviously, but uh, let's uh, hold a couple things up. Ooh, we got these collabs here. Yeah, there you go. Oh, oh shit. Nathaniel got that. The brewery of the year vibes. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, you get that forehand. You use those big fingers, ready? And folks, until then, we'll see you in the next one. Get in here. Cheers.